Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is very, very foggy out there, so be careful driving because uh, visibility is close to zero. Sunny today with a high of uh, 78. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 73. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Hell of a show today. Scott Zolak will be joining us. We'll talk about Patriot football and uh, some of the things going on with them because there's lots. And uh, also Marty Caproni today. Yes. Yeah, he'll... Uh, I th- he's got some gig that he wants to probably talk about. I've never heard of this. Just something I've never heard of trailer trash. I've never heard of this comedy special that you can get for <laughs> comedians at dinner for 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, maybe, never heard of that. maybe you can uh, shine some light on what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Also, the keyword to cash coming up after 8, o- after eight o'clock. And other things, too. Yes. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. You could be one word away. It feels classic rock. It's 551. And Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today, eventually. There's a heavy fog out there right now with very little visibility, so just be careful while you're driving. High of 78 for today. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 73. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, Taylor and Travis. I can't get enough of this story. Yeah, people claim they don't care, they swear they're not paying attention, but they are. They're liars. They are. They're lying right there in their big fat faces. We all do, and we all are. And now uh, we know what America thinks, thanks to a new survey and it turns out that america thinks uh taylor uh trailer should be a thing i like it get it like you're mixing up the names like benefer remember benefer i know uh, i know i know they they like the they like the cuteness of it but you know really i think it should be called taylor and her boyfriend it could be because he's not gonna last forever no he's not gonna last forever 22% 22% of uh, Taylor Swift fans think they should be together, as do 22% of professional football fans. I know about you. I'm feeling 22. And 29% <laughs> of people who consider themselves fans of both approve of the relationship. Those numbers may not sound huge, but every other guy they tried to match Taylor with pulled under 10%. That includes Harry Styles. I don't know why. How how can you? How can you sleep on Harry Styles for crying out loud? I don't know. He was the number two choice with all three groups. Yeah, he's he's got no chance with her at all. I uh, I read another article where uh, Travis Kelsey was saying that the NFL is showing too many shots of Taylor at the games. I totally disagree. I don't think you can show enough. That's what I'm saying. He he just he's like that guy. He's got the most uh, wanted girlfriend on the face of the planet. And he's got her. And now he's like, oh, don't make a big deal of it. Like, and you don't know, make a big deal of it. And you know what? Uh, those two games in which you've seen her in the uh, in the in the luxury suite and enjoying the football. Yeah. The biggest Sunday ratings of any television yeah. show since the Super Bowl. That's why the NFL is doing that. They're all over it like fat in a pig. 
And they're not going to stop. Either. No. It's just uh, it's just going to keep going, and we're going to hear about this until they break up. And she writes a song about it. Because <laughs> that's usually what happened. She breaks up with these dudes, and then she writes songs about them. Uh, back in their SNL days, Jay Moore and Dave Attell dared Chris Farley to defecate out of a window at 30 Rock. He tried and ended up dealing with the police who thought he was a jumper. None of that surprises me. At all. Can you? <laughs> In the I least. I guess uh, he didn't seem like the kind of guy that would go that far. Yeah, no, no, he is. Yeah. He was always the kind of guy that would go that far. In really? fact, there's very little bar that uh, that he would fail to cross. <laughs> For a laugh, he would do it. I think uh, I think that's pretty funny, actually, to try to do that. Yeah, unless and it's it, your car down below. Well, the, hey, you know, I don't live in New York City, so it doesn't really matter. Unless you just happen to be casually walking down the street in New York, and all of a sudden, something's fallen from 30 Rock, and it ain't rocks. Yeah, but isn't that building kind of built on, like, isn't, like, the bottom of it kind of, like, tiered? It's not just flat all the way up. You would probably you, hit. You would probably. It would probably smack against the side of the building before it hit the bottom floor, depending on where you are. There's some physics involved that uh, cannot be overlooked. First of all, you're talking about uh, maybe uh, the wind uh, catching this, plus any loft that may happen. Right. Anything could happen from that uh, from that height. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Uh, Mad Men tops a list of the 50 best TV shows of the 21st century. It's followed by The Sopranos. See, I would have put the other one in front of the other one. Without a question. This is how it goes. This is the top 20. And they put Succession in at number three. The show just came out like three, four years ago. It's not number three. Uh, Mad Men, The Sopranos, Succession, 30 Rock, The Wire, Reservation Dogs, Better Call Saul, Girls, Freaks and Geeks, BoJack Horseman. I'm not reading all 50 of them. I'm just reading. Dude, where is Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad is not even on this. Oh, it is. It's number 16 out of 20. Which should have been way up at the top because that was a, I didn't even watch the damn show and I I think it should be more. At the I'm top. telling you that's that's in the top five and as good as Better Call Saul is, yeah. You can't have that without Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad I think is still a better series. What do you think? Uh, I should be Walter White for Halloween. I think yes, I, I think I could pull it off with the I, blue the blue shirt and uh-huh. the, uh, the khaki pants and the uh, the glasses. Yeah, I'd I have to get could. some wire frames. I think you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Hey. Well, and I'll do that every year when I host the Halloween party. So I'm in the same costume. They don't like that when that when when that happens. They don't. They, no, don't. they frown upon oh. that. Uh, the Drew Barrymore show is set to return October 16th, but its three head writers sure won't. According to sources, they've declined to offer to return. So the production team is currently working for new writers. It doesn't come as a too big of a surprise, considering last month Drew announced she'd resume her show without her striking writers. Then, after receiving backlash, she backtracked and decided to wait till the strike was over. Well, you know, I mean, what did she expect? She uh, got a lot of backlash for for that decision. She she did, but she's just trying to make money. Yeah, but not at the expense of people who are striking. And here's some sad news for you, Bex. Paramount Plus has canceled. 
the iCarly reboot after three seasons. Son of a bitch. A Paramount spokesperson says, quote, the series had a great three-season run and delivered on what fans really wanted to see with Carly and Freddie finally getting together. Yeah, that's it. We're moving on to something else. We want to thank the entire cast, the writers, directors, and producers, along with the whole crew for their dedication, creativity, and talent. You know, I always knew when those kids were young, they'd find a way together. They'd find a way. What, you, what, you knew that there would be a revival of the show no, 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 20 they, they, years they, ca- eventually Carly and Freddie would find the would find love uh, and it's uh, rumored that Kim Kardashian is struggling as a single mom really mm-hmm. well, she must have had something to say oh my god the last time I struggled this much with anything was when was when I uh, parcel tongued up the foreskin ramp in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. <sighs> that was as hard for you to say as it was to listen it's to it's hard to do too you weren't there, man. I know. <laughs> Caitlin? Oh, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris. It's on the DVD extras, by the way. I never got that dirty with your mother, Chris, Kim, but I once uh, gave her a full-on fallopian fungus. Uh-huh. I bathed her with oral Ovaltine from the semen in the jeans. <laughs> What's the deal with Ovaltine? <laughs> the jar is round. Her mouth is round. <laughs> What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I gave her a Philadelphia sidecar. All right, a, all right, I'll bite. What's nope, that? I can't go into it. I'll just, it <laughs> involves a Philly cheesesteak sandwich and a colostomy bag. That's all you need to know. As every one of those sandwiches typically yeah. does. How long can we keep doing this stupid bit, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> and that is your Hollywood trash. I'm going to do I have. Are you in rock at 614 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102? Uh, it is going to be mostly sunny today with a high of uh, 78. The fog is out there right now. It's really kind of hard to uh, to navigate uh, traffic, so just be careful uh, for your visibility. And tomorrow, uh, it's going to rain, which is going to suck with a high of 73. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, two things. First of all, I forgot to mention that uh, if you're listening to the podcast uh, I was today. I tell you that. Yeah, I know. I didn't have to say it. Uh, it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Mm-hmm. So uh, so there's that. Yesterday, God, I didn't, even know how to, I didn't even know where to begin on this one. I'm so uh, distraught. I got some very bad news yesterday. And, uh, you know, I, you typically when I get bad news, I like to you know, keep it to myself. And, uh, yeah. Because I'm just, you know, I, there's a certain, you know, part of my life that uh, just doesn't need to be shared. But, you know, in, in this case... I feel everybody should know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, bear with me as I as I struggle through this. Uh-huh. The muddy Oktoberfest at the Ford has been postponed due to weather. Oh, good I, God. Yeah, I know. It's, they, they, they posted on Facebook yesterday. After much deliberation, our team at the Student Prince and the Bean Restaurant Group has made the decision to postpone our muddy Oktoberfest due to the impending weather. This is a decision that we uh, did not take lightly. We are uh, hard at work assessing a rescheduled date for both nights at Oktoberfest. Stay tuned for further details to come. We appreciate your patience and understanding. Please note all tickets will be honored at the rescheduled dates. Now, I get it. Nobody wants to be watching a show out in the rain. But I got to tell you, there's something about eating a pretzel that's about the size of a of a of a Subaru and drinking beer and having schnitzels and shanks. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that just makes me uh, warm all over. And the fact that uh, and the idea that this has to be postponed because of a few torrential downpours 
It's sad to me, but you know, I will endure. I will. Uh, I will pick up the pieces of my uh, of my shattered weekend and uh, and be there when they when they come back. When they come back, yes. I, you I, know, what? I will do it. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they made the right decision to do that to postpone it. I know uh, you're very upset about it, but it makes sense because y- you don't. You don't want to have an empty lot. No. You know no. what I mean? And I don't know how much they have for band cover down there, too. That's the other thing. You got all this electrical equipment that mm-hmm. you're uh, dealing with, and you don't know how bad it's going to rain. Well, let me just say, because I don't want anyone to be uh, confused here, I'm not mad at, uh, at at my good time friends of the Student Prince in the Fort. I'm not mad at the Bean Restaurant Group. But I'm getting, uh, I'm a little up to here with Mother Nature and uh, all the rain that she keeps dumping all over the place. Enough is enough, lady. Enough is enough. It's probably time it to flood some other part of the country. It's uh, it's getting a little too much. It's redundant, you know, and I don't like redundancy. I, I, listen, I deal with enough of that with the music we play here on Rock 102. Never mind uh, yeah. rain deluges that are ruining weekends. But But here's what's going to happen. In a couple of years, we'll probably have a drought, and we won't get any rain, and then we'll be saying, I wish we had some rain, because that's usually how it works around here. We go back and forth through these cycles of, of weather, and you know sometimes it's, you know, it's been a long time since we had a really perfect summer, I think. Um, well, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, you know, like this summer, you know, we had, uh, we had the camp all set up, yeah. ready to go, thinking, hey, well... We'll just, you know, we'll leave on Friday. We'll go to the beach. We'll have some fun. We'll uh, sit around the camp. We'll yeah. make you s'mores. It rained all summer. Yeah. We only went to the beach like maybe like three or four times the entire time. We we, we were camps like a mile and a half from the ocean. And uh, these giant mosquitoes that were everywhere. Oh, Did you geez, see those no, things? No, they're big, they're as, like big as your head. Yeah. I know. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it's the we'll right s- call. I it Listen, is, I but- get it. But it just I'm I'm just so tired of the, of uh, of the rain. I mean enough is enough. You know, what I mean everything is muddy and sloppy and gross. You have to uh no, you just got to uh, adjust yourself. You're a man of the couch. You 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 you, have, you, you base your whole uh, thing around a view from a couch. No, I know that. But I you know I so also what's, what's but, the point of whether it's raining or uh, sunshine outside? You can sit on the couch and do whatever you want. You know, I'm a man of the couch. I'll admit to, I I'll agree to that. But you know what I'm also a man of? Hmm. A bar stool or a booth. Yeah, I'm good with either one too. of those too. Yeah, you know, and and uh, the and, the and fort, a, God bless him, have got both, plenty of them, and a 64 ounce uh, boot full of beer. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's the other thing. Yeah, See, I, you know, working on the technique, yeah, for for boot drinking. Uh, you know, there's a technique, right? Yeah, because if you don't do it right. Then you get a face full of beer at the end of the uh, at the at the at the toe. That's one of those things I wish I had always tried doing, but I never did. You never did it. Never did uh, in those uh, those heavy drinking days with the uh, you know where I would do pretty much anything. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, but you can actually drink from a boot like a like a soft drink. Yeah, like if somebody offered me jet fuel, I'd be like, jet fuel, sure. Can I catch a buzz off yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, you can catch a buzz off of it. I think you'll be surprised by how much adrenaline you feel when you're being brought to the. <laughs> Hospital and yeah, ambulance. Yeah, yeah, that you're gonna die soon. Um, but uh, but but yeah, I wish I had always tried the boot, thing, yeah. das boot. Yeah, it's all. It was always funny to see someone uh, unaccustomed to drinking from the boot just get splashed at the end because there's it's there's a bubble, air bubble in there's there. a bubble at the toe, and unless you've got you know it turned the right way, you're just you're just gonna. Don't, there's like a technique where you got to turn it 
while you're drinking it, right? I've always felt that if you have it kind of uh, not pointed down, not pointed up, but kind of like at like a 45-degree angle. Yeah. If you're doing it correctly, you can get through it. There was that movie with the the guys with the uh, the super troopers. They did that whole uh, beer drinking thing with yes. the Yes. And uh, I think there was that technique that they used where they turn yeah. the glass and the, and the air bubble goes away. The, or, or, it, or it releases as you turn it. Yeah. There was one year, I think I told this story. I'll tell it again, because what the hell. Uh, where you know, I was not drinking beer. I was kind of on that old vodka uh, yeah. kick, which is uh, good. I still like vodka. Nothing wrong with it at all. But uh, a buddy of mine, Bobby, uh, is at the bar. He's expecting me uh, there. And I uh, go this during Oktoberfest, and he hands me a boot full of vodka. Dang. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> you dangerous. See, you see what yeah. I'm saying? And you know it wasn't vodka soda or vodka. Oh, vodka soda. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. otherwise you're. I mean, that's a violation of several state laws to what? serve somebody that much vodka at once. That's kind of a waste of booze. Oh no, it wasn't. Well, I made the most. Did the you most drink of it. the whole thing. Well, of course. See, I would have been doling it out. Oh, well, maybe at this age I would have been doling it out, but uh, I don't. I. I I don't know. Drink that just seems like an awful lot amount of alcohol. In well, a short it, I mean, of time. in 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 reality, it is a lot of alcohol yeah. to be drinking that much vodka from a boot. But I mean, it wasn't an overwhelmingly strong drink, right? I mean, it was probably like uh, it was probably like ankle deep in vodka, and the yeah, rest yeah. of it was uh, soda water. So I mean, the ratio was right. You know, you would. It's kind of the ratio you'd get indoors at the bar, but this yeah. happened to be served on a boot. Now, the best part about it is. The boot had like a like a lanyard on it, oh, so you could have the boot around your neck. Oh, so you didn't have to walk. Uh, you could walk around, and you didn't have to stay in one place. Well, there's that, but there's also you wouldn't get your boot confused with anybody else. Yeah, that was your boot for the night. That was uh, that would be something. Yeah, the problem is when you want a full pair of boots. A full pair of boots, left and right. Now oh. you got now you got two boots. Now you got a matching set. Yeah, what if you get two lefts though? Then you're screwed, and you just keep going around in circles and keep drinking all night long. That's, yeah. that's when you yeah. hope there's not a traffic stop yeah, later yeah. on. Four lefts don't make a right, but five boots full of vodka does. So anyway, the Oktoberfest has uh, sadly been postponed. We'll have the dates for you uh, when they uh, when they get them. I don't know what Trailer Trash is going to do on Friday night. All of a sudden, their weekend is wide open. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to be uh, hard up for money and hard up for uh, for finding gigs. Yeah, I know those guys. They're, they're almost beyond the age of being hard up for anything. So good oh, for them. Ooh. ooh. I kid you. I love those guys. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I'll let you know when the dates uh, have uh, been set, and we'll talk uh, more about the Oktoberfest down the road. Very good. 623 on Rock 102. W- 6 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be eventually sunny. There's fog out there right now, which is pretty heavy. Uh, it's going to be eventually sunny with a high of 78. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 73. 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, before you get into any of the, uh, the laughs, I want to let everybody know <laughs> that uh, the Mayflower Marathon is not that far away. I mean, it's actually, uh, we're you know, well, what, like 50 days away? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Thursday, November 2nd, it's Rock 102's Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night at the Armory at MGM Springfield. Uh, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Aquapump. It's to benefit the open pantry. Uh, it'll be, uh, you, you and I will be hosting it. It's a Thursday night, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty Caproni will be, uh, the headliner. He'll be here, uh, later on today with, uh, special guests Brian Plum and Kitty Arroyo. 
along with the two of us, all tickets and profits donated to the Mayflower Marathon. Those tickets are available right now at rock102.com. It's a limited supply. It's a you know, it's a it's a it's a room of uh, of uh, of a finite number of chairs. Yeah. So uh, you might want to get on it right away. All on rock102.com. It's gonna be a great night. Thursday, November second. Giddy up! You ready to laugh? Now? I am ready to laugh. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. A linguist goes into confession. A linguist? Yes. And he says, forgive me, father, pastor, vicar, padre, priest, for I have synonymed. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. yeah. You were waiting for a bigger punchline. I was, uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's well, all right. you know Very what? That, that's, yes. what, that's what we get. Uh, yeah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your... 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. A horrible story out of Holyoke. Multiple people are in the hospital and an infant is dead after a shooting in downtown Holyoke Wednesday afternoon. According to the Hamden DA's office spokesperson Jim Lydon, just before 1 p.m., members of the Holyoke Police Department were called to a reported shooting in the 100 block of Sargent Street. Lydon added that three male suspects were involved in an altercation during which a shooting occurred, and one of the rounds from that altercation struck a public transportation bus and an uninvolved female occupant who was seated in the bus. The female occupant, who was pregnant, was treated at a nearby hospital and reported to be in critical condition. The infant, who was delivered and needing life-saving medical uh, services, tragically passed away, according to officials. All suspects involved are in custody and receiving treatment at nearby hospitals. The incident remains under investigation by the Mass State Police Detective Unit, along with the Hamden County DA's office and Holyoke Police. Uh, 22 News will bring you updates as they become available. But uh, what a horrible, awful, awful story uh, to start with this morning. Uh, Mayor Dominic Sarno, as well as the City American Rescue Plan Act, or the ARPA team, announced Springfield's 14th round of funding awards. According to the uh, City of Springfield, a total of $3.4 million was awarded to small businesses, nonprofits, and neighborhood economic recovery projects. More specifically, $140,000 is being awarded to new businesses. Two hundred and twenty dollars is being awarded to... Uh, what? It's this no new businesses for the hundred and forty thousand, mm. two twenty for the small businesses, and seven hundred and ninety five thousand is being uh, awarded to nonprofits. So uh, hey, we're we're getting money, free money. Uh, I don't. You and I are getting any money, which um, is too bad because uh, I have a lot of plans. All right. Well, let's. Uh, well, here's a whole list of uh, new and small businesses that the nonprofits awarded are Mad Science of Western New England. What is that? I don't know. Well, we got to find out. Let me look that up. Mad Science. Mad Science of Western New England. I don't even, I've never heard, that must be the new one they're talking about because I've never heard of that before. Unless it's something that's been around for years and we just are finding out about it now. Uh, Beauty Within Incorporated. It must be like a salon or something. I think that's one in uh, Forest Park, I think. Okay. Essential Education Services and Products. Uh, Liberty's Mediterranean Giant Grinders. Grinders. Okay. Okay. That sounds uh, delicious. That could mean two things. That, that could mean two things. What else we got? Um, where did I just have the? Oh yeah, 
Nolan Wells. I don't know. Is his name Nolan Wells, or is it Nolan who owns a well company? I don't know. Good point. Uh, Soul Pole Dance and Fitness gets twenty-five grand. All right. Remember Listen, we interviewed that lady years yeah. ago? Well, you know, from time to time, you got to replace the poles. Yeah. Squeaky Clean Auto Detailing. Uh, A&M Creations. DJ and T Investment. I should have I should have put in for the uh, Steve Nagel business, the DJ business. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're scaling that one back. You don't think uh, you don't think Dom Dom would have given me a couple of bucks? <laughs> he would have given all of you the all the bucks. Hey, uh, Dom Dom, can I have a tip? Yeah, here's a tip. Find a new career, okay, and not in this city. Uh, the uh, the uh, what are the mad science of Western New England? Yeah, they do like uh, like science programs for kids, like after school programs, summer programs. It's actually a really cool idea. That is a cool idea. Is it's it, in uh, Indian Orchard. I had no idea. Is it only open to Springfield residents? Uh, that I do not know. Huh. Well, it says of Western New England. So I'm sure it's not, uh, you know, you have to be from Springfield. I mean, you can always call them or check out their website at uh, westnewengland.madscience.org. I want to go to uh, Liberty's Mediterranean Giant Grinders. Oh, this looks like a fun place. Is it like? Sandwiches, or is it like uh, industrial grinders? No, no, it's actual sandwiches. Oh, good. Uh, but it looks like uh, they got some stuff on there. Everybody's getting excited about uh, Jersey Mike's coming in, but everybody forgets about these great grinder places we have around here. You got Antonio's, yeah. you got... Uh, oh, I know. Listen. Uh, Richard's. I, I, You know what? Richard's is probably like the best. I think that's probably the closest thing you can get to a Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. than uh, than Jersey Mike's itself. Listen, I've I've had my share of delicious sandwiches right here at uh, at Frigos. Yes, Frigos makes a good sandwich. They make too. a good sandwich. The only thing I don't care for, and this is not like a, it's not a criticism of the taste of the food. They only use balsamic vinegar on the sandwiches. I'm more of a red wine vinegar mm. kind of guy for a sandwich. Yeah. You know, balsamic goes better with like uh, like a. Caprizi salad or whatever. Yeah, balsamic can be a little strong, a little cap- overpowering. Is it caprizi or caprice? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> a group of uh, selected uh, Springfield students will be getting a life-changing experience of scuba diving in the beautiful waters of the Connecticut River. No, I'm just kidding, the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kids, we're going to the Connecticut River. Oh, boo. I don't want to do this stupid thing. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to the Bahamas. Yay. Yeah, but you know what, kids? Here's here's the reality uh, of that is you, you go scuba diving in the Bahamas. All you're going to see is fish. Right. You go scuba Would diving you? in the Connecticut River. You'll see. You're uh, going to see abandoned vehicles, maybe body parts. You're going to see some paint cans and uh, you know maybe some industrial accents with fish with like three eyes and extra gills. Didn't I ever tell you that time I went on a deep sea fishing uh, trip with my dad and my brother off the coast of New Jersey? And we went out and the weather was too rough. We were going to go blue fishing. But the weather was too much, so we came back in and just floated around New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, fluke fishing. Right? Right. Yeah. And then uh, there was nothing but garbage in the water just floating <laughs> everywhere, and there was a condom that was floating in the water. And I was probably like 12 or 13, and I said to the first mate on the boat, I said, what is that? Because I didn't know at the time, and he's like, oh, that's a Staten Island rubber fish. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you don't want oh. to catch those. Oh, they're biting today. Oh, they're biting today. <laughs> she's a beauty. Yeah, she's a beauty. Look at her. <laughs> Again, you should have seen the one that got away. 
is that from? I keep. <laughs> it's not from anything. It's like it's just one of those lines. But it was one of those lines in the style of some other movie that I've seen before, and I can't I can't remember uh, what it was. But anyway, these kids are going to the Bahamas, so good for them. It's like part of this uh, school program. I keep thinking it's a it's a Christmas story. Anyway, he hits the uh, hits the you know he. he the, the oh, lamp yeah, is in the window. It, that's what it is. That's, oh, you should have yeah. seen it from here. Oh, you should see it from out here. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's it. in that dramatic style of Gavin uh, Gavin McLeod, right? Is that what his name was? Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. Who's Devin? Oh, that was uh, that was uh, Murray Slaughter or Captain Steubing. Oh yeah, Devin McLeod. Oh, that was Devin McLeod. That was Gavin McLeod. Yes, Darren McGavin Who? was a uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. No, no, no. You're thinking of the character of uh, in the book of the Man Without a Face. I can't remember. It was, <laughs> was McLeod, but I can't remember what his first name was. I don't remember. A uh, Massachusetts man will keep his promise to his brother and split a one million dollar lottery prize. Jeffrey Shingley of Shrewsbury won a million dollars back in September on a five dollar instant scratch ticket. More than 30 years ago, Jeffrey and his brother Charles made a promise that if either one of them ever won big, they'd split the jackpot. Damn! Uh, why did I say did that when that I was for? eight? <laughs> his brother passed away in 2019. Oh, what? what you don't have to make good on it. But Jeffrey plans to keep his promise by sharing the winnings with his sister-in-law, Linda. Jeffrey uh, chose the one-time payment option of $650,000 before taxes. The winning ticket was sold at Star Liquors on Boston Turnpike in Shrewsbury. He told the clerk to pick any $5 ticket, and the store will receive a $10,000 bonus for the <clears> sale <throat> of that ticket. It's $650,000. Yeah. That's th- that's what you get for saying, I want this all in a lump sum. Yeah. That's not taxed yet. That's just the lump sum they give you. You <clears> then <throat> now get taxed on the $650,000. Well, which leaves you with probably about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. So you're not. I mean, it's. It, listen, that's a. It's a good chunk of cash. I wouldn't sneeze at it. But uh, no. But then yeah. you got to split it with the sister-in-law for a dead brother that you made a promise to. He didn't even have to say anything. Was the promise ever made to the sister-in-law? Did she I, even know about this promise, or was this one yeah, of those double dog dare type of things that yeah, went, you know, in the backyard or a school or a school <sighs> playground? I'm kind of wondering if it was one of those like. Uh, things that a husband and wife talks about and he's like you know uh you know my brother said uh if he ever won a big in the lottery we'd split it yeah he made that promise when i was eight years old yeah but we say this on his deathbed yeah so then that son of a bitch ever wins the lottery you make sure you get half so so then when he when he dies you know the wife and then he's the wife sees this the brother win the money Mm -hmm. and she goes excuse me um there was this thing that your brother talked about, about how if you ever won the lottery, he would get half, and I know that he's not around anymore, but <clears throat> I like the sound of $650,000. Yeah, you see, that this is a promise made by brothers, and dead men tell no tales. So the fact of the matter is, if the sister-in-law is knocking on the door demanding half that cash... Yeah. I think as the uh, remaining brother, the surviving brother, you have the right to tell that lady, get off my damn lawn. You know, I remember years ago when my brother was, uh, he was single guy, didn't have a wife or family or anything like that other than, you know, just us. But uh, he uh, called me and said, uh, hey, uh, I need your, uh, I need your social security number or 
I, I don't know. It, it was or some kind of information or something like that he needed. And I said, "What's this for?" And he goes, "Well, you're you're my beneficiary in case anything happens to me. Uh, you know, I die or whatever. You get the insurance payout or whatever." And then he tells me that the insurance policy is like maybe a hundred thousand dollars. And we were going golfing that weekend, and I'm like, "Man, it would be a damn shame." <laughs> I was like, you're signing these papers today, right? Because this weekend we're going golfing. But wouldn't it be a damn shame if you just got hit in the temple with a ball yeah. right to the noggin and you dropped dead on the golf course? How did he die? I don't know. He signed his Retrieving benef- his ball in the pond on the eighth hole. And two days earlier, he just signed his beneficiary paperwork over to his brother. Yeah, that wouldn't seem suspicious at all. No, no, no. No. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is uh, foggy right now, but that's going to lift and going to be a sunny day with a high of 78. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy with a high of 73. It is 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102. I didn't realize the mic was on. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 640. <laughs> the tours. Snot rocket right up the right up the right up the canal there. No, no, no. Yeah. That's uh that was uh, Ray Manzarek's uh snot sure? rocket. Yeah. Oh, you uh, can maybe, hear it. Maybe it was uh maybe it was uh it was Jim Morrison after yeah. having that asthma attack, all that snot coming across. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh <laughs> hell of a show today. We got Scott Zolak coming up after eight o'clock. Uh, also the keyword to cash and Marty Caproni will be joining us. Fairly soon. This week on uh, Banksy's Musical Podcast, my guests have been Robbie Gray from the band Modern English, the ones that did uh, I'll Mail With You, which I'll is an, I- not with you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an iconic 80s yeah. track that everybody knows and loves. Anyone who says they don't is a big fat liar. And then uh, next week, this is pretty exciting. Uh, my guest is Barry Andrews from the band Shriekback, a band that's been around since uh, the early 80s. They've got 17 albums out. He's a former member of my favorite band, XTC. He left in 1978. Uh, and also next week, I'll be putting together a bonus episode. So you'll have two episodes next week. And it's all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Uh, check them out at ZNMHomes.com. And of course, on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Cool. Yes. Uh, there was something I was going to talk about here. Now I, I think I lost it. What was it? Uh, what was the gist? Of, uh, uh, it was uh, something about a little bit of this and then a little bit of that. But you don't remember, remember the specifics? I don't remember. I had the tab open, and now I don't remember. Ah, oh, boy. Well, hey, what are you going to do? Go, uh, you know, you know uh, if you're looking for a place to uh, to go uh, for the Halloween season, yeah, the Roger Williams Zoo has this. In uh, Providence. Yeah. Yeah. Has this. And, and you know how much I hate Rhode Island. But uh, the <laughs> Roger Williams Zoo in Providence has this jack-o'-lantern uh, thing. And they're carving these jack-o'-lanterns, and there's like tens of thousands of jack-o'-lanterns all lit up, and they're constantly carving these things because obviously the pumpkins rot away, Mm -hmm. so you have to, uh, you know, you have to keep doing that. But they, you know, the initial start to that, they they make them. I heard last year they make them somewhere like in Auburn, Mass, and then they deliver them all down there to set them all up. But obviously, pumpkins rot out pretty quickly, especially with warm weather and all that stuff. So there's always somebody there carving more pumpkins. There's a guy doing it while, yeah. you're, while, you're, while you're watching it. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So, true story, uh, my old art teacher from uh, junior high school, Yeah. Uh, still around, great guy, great, great guy, and a really good artist. 
has been carving pumpkins in that festival for years. Really? And every year he put, and it's in, he's, it's always the big gigantic pumpkins he winds up getting, the big hundred pound pumpkins. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what he does is absolutely unbelievable. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's crazy how <laughs> intricate the artwork is for these yeah. things. I mean, they really go full out. I mean, they said they're done by hand, but some of them seem so well done that it looks like um, what you call it. Uh, it looks like a laser cut it. You know what I mean? Like like somebody took a laser cutter on yeah. there because there was ones uh, I took pictures of them last year and I put them up on my Facebook. It was like all the Seinfeld. They had they had like different categories as you walked by. One was movies, TV, you know, uh, entertainment, you know, pop culture kind of stuff. So they had all these different things. And one was the Seinfeld thing. But right. this picture of Kramer on the front of the uh, on the front of the jack o' lantern was just it, it's just amazing how how that pops out at you like that yeah it, it, it yeah. my my teacher's name is uh, is rich kaiser and he's a tremendous artist and the work he does uh the work he does is unbelievable in fact it is also in a true story uh this guy rich kaiser used to paint stephen king's van you say this is a true story like you're you're making up all the other stories that you tell Oh yeah, but uh, but this is like I don't even know, know if I've ever mentioned that he actually painted uh, Stephen King's van. Really? Yeah, with like an airbrush, airbrushed the van. Oh, that, we we met a guy years ago who found the, the Aerosmith van was in the woods in Chester. You remember yes, that? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was at the oh that not Stephen King. That's Aerosmith. That's Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith but but van. they but the the band acknowledged. Hey, yeah, that was uh, that was once our van. That was our van, man. Yeah, it's in a it's in a wooded area in Chester. I, I don't know how it winds up being in Chester, but yeah, that's uh, the the guy had it. Chester the molester. Doesn't that how they uh, they categorize? Uh, not everybody in Chester is well. Uh, if you're into talking about Aer- Aerosmith, Aerosmith, I was just reading this thing on uh, on Reddit yesterday. It was like, what person hasn't been canceled but probably should have? And then you look at Steven Tyler. Did you know what he did with a girl? She was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had her emancipated from her parents so he could become her legal guardian. He then got into a sexual relationship with her. Yeah. She got pregnant. Mm. He paid for an abortion and then sent her back to her parents. Did you know that about Steven Tyler? I have heard that story. Yeah. Um, I, and, and again, uh, you know, Steven Tyler, uh, during the course of his long and uh, <laughs> extensive career, had been high for blocks of time. That, that makes still you think. Make, no, I'm not yeah. saying it justifies it at all. It doesn't justify it, but I can see where. Your thinking and thought process might not really be all that with it at the time. This is uh, not, I don't believe this is the act of the sober Steven Tyler. Well, I think it's the act of the, I'm going to pass out of the Worcester Centrum halfway through the show type of Steven yeah, Tyler. Who was on drugs, the parents or Steven Tyler? Because who would allow Steven Tyler to take your child? Uh, that's a good question. And uh, you know that would what? not be something that I would do. It could have been uh, like a grooming situation. You watch that uh, that documentary about Michael Jackson, the one that four hour long one that was on HBO. Where yeah, talked to these victims, and there's like by the time you're done watching that, there's no question that Michael Jackson did some horrible, horrible things, very horrible things. But for some reason, we tend to only. 
we tend to not want to believe that because he was such a successful artist. Right. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is what he was doing when he was not recording music was pretty awful. And he was grooming the parents of these children. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of children. It wasn't just, you It know, wasn't just these these two guys these on two that. These two guys yeah, on the thing. It was, it, was like, it was almost like a factory that he had going on. And what he would do is he would go to these parents and say, hey, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to do my best Michael Jackson impression, ready? Right? Right, okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Michael Jackson. And, uh, All right. I already I feel uncomfortable. I think your child is really special, and I think it would be great if he could come to Neverland with me for the weekend. I'll buy, I'll pay off your mortgage, and I'll do this, and I'll do that. And, you know, and they, he was buying gifts for, like, the parents, and they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, sure. What's going to happen at Michael Jackson's house? Nothing. I mean, he's a nice guy. Just paid off our mortgage. Yeah. But but that's how that they doesn't do. seem suspicious at all. But I'm sure Steven Tyler had some sort of uh, oh yeah tactic to listen, do that. You know, listen, uh, it, it happens, and it doesn't uh, it it doesn't necessarily skip uh, people who are successful. I mean, there are many successful people that are you know dirtbags. Yeah, you know? But here we are embracing them all, and we play Aerosmith coming up on Rock Weather Two. Six fifty six. Want to know what it sounds like? Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, when a professional athlete goes down with a painfully gruesome injury, someone's got to go there and replace him. Perhaps you have somebody already on the roster who can fill in. Or perhaps you look for somebody outside the organization. Or even better, someone who used to be inside the organization, then wasn't, but is now coming back to help. This is the situation that's currently facing the New England Patriots and figuring out what to do at cornerback following the injury to rookie Christian Gonzalez. What did they do? Yesterday, the Patriots gave up a six-round draft pick to the L.A. Chargers to reacquire J.C. Jackson, who played in New England from 2018 until 2021. Pretty exciting stuff, huh? Sure it is. There's just one small problem. There's an active warrant out for his arrest. You may recall a story I reported last week in which J.C. Jackson was facing a warrant for a parole violation for failing to appear in court. This all stems from a traffic incident two years ago in which he was arrested for driving over 100 miles an hour on Route 1 in Attleboro, which I should point out has a posted speed limit of 35 miles an hour. On top of that, J.C. refused to pay the $600 fine. He also failed to attend a mandatory court-ordered class on reckless driving, ironically titled Brains at Risk. And yet, despite his impending arrest, J.C. Jackson is still coming back to Foxborough. Now, I'm no attorney, nor have I ever been served with a warrant for my arrest. But I'm pretty sure that the Attleboro Police Department follows the sports pages too, and I'm pretty sure they're quite aware that J.C. Jackson is coming back to town. And even though he should be ready to face the Saints on Sunday, there may be some things that could get in the way, like appearing before a judge, or writing a check, or signing up for a class. Because you see, there's really no reason to drive 100 miles an hour on Route 1 in Attleboro. Not unless you have an overwhelming desire to get to another car dealership or to a shopping plaza. Believe me, I know that area. Unless you're trying to beat the crowds at the Five Guys or at the Olive Garden, the posted speed limit should be just about fast enough for you. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Keith is a man of steel. 
Keith at the East Lawn Medical Rock is a steel train expert. Steel chainsaws or any steel power equipment. Keith knows what he's talking about. Good people, steel people like Keith and rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 708 and Journey with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be, uh, well, the fog is clearing up a little bit, uh, but then sunshine with a high of 78. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 73. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, it's, uh, what day of the week is th- uh, today? Well, today is uh, today's Thursday, and I'm not really sure if anything's really going on on a Thursday. I'll tell you what I could use. I could yeah. use a comedy show with a $20 uh, buffet. That's I, what I could use. I don't think you could find one of those anywhere within a 10-mile radius. Well, I hate to disagree with you, gentlemen. Uh, How are you? Oh, hey, it's Marty Caproni. What's going on? (laughs) I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, there is a comedy show with a $20 Ah, buffet. Come on. Rejoice. When did this start? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's kind of under the the radar, but... uh, Yeah, you've really kept it uh, under (laughs) under your vest. Try to keep it real close to the vest, but, uh, you know, we're just going to let you in on the secret. Uh, Yeah, tonight at Loft Comedy Club. Uh, the star of the show tonight, gentlemen, garlic herb crusted chicken, vegetable medley roasted potatoes. Now, how much time is he doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. Yeah, Veggie yeah. Yeah, medley yeah. roasted Urban potatoes. Yeah, don't, ur- get too ex- <laughs> don't get too excited. It's a prop. Yeah, act. yeah, it's ve- he's Veggie urban- medley roasted <laughs> potatoes coming in wet. Urban actor. Yeah, he's got yeah, the, yeah, the right. name. Uh, yeah, no, uh, and uh, it's uh, that and a lot of great comedy. You got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quite a few new kids tonight, which is always fun because they yeah. do like five minute spots, and you get to see how they do, whether they suck or they do well. And then, uh, and then the 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 back end of the show, of course, will be all pros. Uh, um, I, I will be doing some time um, before I duck out for somewhere else, and uh, and then. Um, we have uh, some good comedians coming up from Connecticut, New York, uh, so it's going to be a fun one. Good, cool. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, today we just announced that uh, we're doing a comedy show. Also, oh, you guys announced that? Yeah. yeah well, it's yeah. Not, it's on the that under the yeah. It's on the uh, it's on the Rock One Two website. Thursday, November second. Uh, it's the Rock One Two Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night. Going to be at the uh, the Armory at MGM Springfield. And Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements Aqua Pump are the sponsors. It's going to be us, you, two other comics. Yep. Uh, Brian Plum, Katie Arroyo. Uh, it's it's uh, the local thing, as uh, Aaron had uh, asked for, and uh, it's going to be one heck of a show. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to raise some money for some uh, people who need it. That's yeah. right. And all then, the all the proceeds will be donated to uh, the Mayflower Marathon. You and, can buy uh, tickets on, Ron, on rock102.com. Just to get on our little soapbox here, food insecurity is a huge, huge problem right now. So that's why we're getting like a <clears throat> better head start on on this whole thing because yeah. uh, the open pantry w- requires more when you're feeding more families. So sure. this yeah. is a, this is going to be a good kickoff to that. And we we raised a good amount last year, but the problem is almost doubled since last year. So <sighs> any any way we can uh, bring a little extra cash to the Mayflower Marathon, totally yeah, worth it. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. the Mayflower Marathon this year because. Uh, I'm just still thrilled that it's not at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm glad that they have plenty of parking over there. If oh you're, yeah, uh, if you're listening. Well, the, I mean, uh, the only reason people really go over there is for the uh, the place to be. 
I mean, uh, that's 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 the thing, <laughs> place uh, you know people go to. That's a that's a good spot. That place. I I I felt bad for them uh, being stuck in the middle of uh, that nonsense. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, that's all. Uh, that's all water under the bridge. It's all very all yeah. very well and yeah. good. Now well, that we've got a nice shiny new place to, to play, you guys. You guys are better men than I am because I am petty and I will talk about that from now. Oh, okay. make, make no mistake. No, no, no. Listen, don't un- misunderstand us. We're very petty. We yes. were very petty about it last year, and and you know we may continue to be. But you know what? You guys, sometimes you just gotta move on. Yeah. You know, Steve yeah. and I have gotten very good at moving on from things over the last yeah. uh, two I, or three years. I heard things are getting so bad down there. John DeLeva was out there with the traffic vest and those two cones, <laughs> like trying to direct. Oh, come on! Stop here! Stop here! You know, the funny thing is they have on the outside of their sign, or they yeah. did a while ago, that said, host your next event here. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> please. We have all the parking. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're, unless, unless you're going to take up yeah. 16 parking spaces. Yeah, unless you're a charitable organization wanting to do something good for the community. We don't want you here. Well, I wasn't going to tell you guys, but I did a surprise. I've commissioned an artist to take the giant... Um, statue of the guy there though in the white uh, suit and hat and yeah. just and alter the likeness into john deliva and then we'll put that <laughs> we'll just put that right there yeah, yeah be well, fine. It, it ain't all him i mean there's somebody no, up there know, that, uh, that's gotta, it's, it's a board of people it's I, a whole uh yeah, it's a whole group of shell game of yeah. people that are yeah. drawing a crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I mean, that may all very well be true, <laughs> but let's let's keep our eye on the prize, yeah, and that yeah. really is helping out oh, the yeah, Springfield so, Open Pantry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but that but that'll be a great night, and uh, and uh, and and awesome. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be fun, and we'll be at MGM. So you know, maybe mm-hmm. we can go over and uh, play a slot machine or two. And, hey, uh, I heard know. a lot of good things about the show you guys had last weekend uh, a lot of good things oh yeah joe devito joe devito yeah uh thank you um so we sold out packed out house uh saturday night show he had an absolute blast i guess i guess it went tremendous i was on the road but uh mm-hmm. all reports were that he was uh it was lights out now uh th- there's no uh shortage of comedy this month especially for you and me oh yeah look at so th- um sunday or Sunday night, this Sunday night. This Sunday. At uh, Ciro's in downtown Springfield. Ciro's downtown Springfield. It's like two blocks away from the Red Rose yep. right there. 40, um, $45 for uh, for dinner and a show. And now, because you went down there, and I've been telling Bax about it for how long now since I ate there, because uh, I don't know if the listeners know this, but uh, Bax and I have a weird thing where we talk about food probably more than the <laughs> average people talk about food. Um, they're... they're Food is incredible. Um, so it's uh, forty five dollars, and you get a full, beautiful. Uh, I would, I would, dare I say, gourmet uh, meal. Yep. And uh, and then you get uh, Nagel and I uh, telling some jokes. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, you can find that on uh, Eventbrite to get tickets. Uh, the link I know uh, Nagel. I think you've posted it. I think I've posted it. So if you go to our social media, my Instagram or uh, Facebook or whatever, you'll see it there. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about this. Now we just got to get Bax back on stage. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do it. I don't know, dudes. He's, I think he's uh, got a good five minutes. You can do yeah. five minutes. Come on, I have, you can do. Listen, I don't. All my material is over thirty-five years old. That so, would be like yeah, going back. Like a fine wine. Here, no, it he, didn't. It wasn't that good back then either. He, <laughs> here is the thing about Bax that I know he would do well with this. 
This guy gets up every single day and is disciplined enough to write two of those view from the couches. Yeah, right. I mean, every you know, day he can't read them properly. Sometimes, no, of course but, not. No, but but I mean that that, that 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 there's some there's a lot of talent there. You have yeah. a lot of talent there, and I think that would be you could project that well, to the stage. The thing is, Steve, yeah, you know, and and I mean this in, in all sincerity and in all humbleness. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, it, there's a difference between doing that and then bringing it to the comedy stage, which I have not stepped on in well, but, other, but other than this, that one time. Yeah. But this is why you need to do it this again. This is why you need yeah, to do so it. This is, this, is the, this is the problem I've got. <clears throat> I have apparently some level of regional notoriety. So if I were going to ever do this again, I'd want to dip my toe in a place that is far, far away under an assumed name and maybe even a fake mustache. And that's that's how I would do it. We'll get you a ski mask. We could uh, could make you a character. Listen, man, you're going to retire... Eventually, how many days left on the? Yeah, we haven't had an update. Let me get you a a brand new total. uh, (laughs) According to my calculations, two thousand nine hundred and one days. So you're gonna retire. You and Jenny are gonna go up to that camper. You're gonna be pretty much living there. Yeah. And then uh, every once in a while, you get cabin fever, and she's like, "I need you to get the hell out of the house. You're gonna need to do something." Yeah. So what better way to do that than by having weekend shows? Well, well, here's my plan. Here's I got a plan. And all worked out. All right, all right, okay, so I retired the age of 65 on my birthday in uh, 2031. Okay, mm-hmm. 2,901 days away. And this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to go do a couple of open mics around the uh, around <laughs> New Hampshire, where I'm okay. hardly ever known. And I'll do some time with the Lindbergh Baby Laugh Lounge or whatever the hell it's called. And Headliners uh, Comedy Club. Yeah, that, yeah my right. buddy Rob Stein, he books That's, it. Oh, great. And then, uh, now you got an in. And then comedy at the uh, McHugh's Comedy Club, Jim McHugh. That's right down the road, right on the border there. Right. Well, I got you all plugged in, buddy. Uh, listen, I, I used to love it when I did it. Okay. But I really didn't feel like at the time I was going very far with it, so... I don't know. I, I, it's a. I, I feel. I, I feel like. Uh, like I'm so. Ru- uh, like I'm, I'm a rusted gate. See, you, the problem with you is you're too self-aware. See, I'm so delusional that when I felt like I wasn't going f- very far with it, I just didn't stop. Anyways, <laughs> you and Steve both were kind of like, ah, what are we gonna do? I distinctly remember doing all those nightmare gigs with Steve and the. Uh, uh, Russell American Legion and the uh, Uncle Larry's and all of those places. Well, the Russell American Legion wasn't bad. No, it was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was a fun, fun time. They were all fun. Yeah, but you know, well, they all had their own little personalities. To them. Sure, yeah. but if you were looking at like career launchers, you were like, who's the last one that came out of the Russell Russell American Legion yeah, and blew but, up? But that's <laughs> also Chris Rock. I think it was Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. I, but you have to remember, I'm sure Chris Rock at some point in his career played some dive bar that uh, nobody's ever heard of before. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. In fact, I, so, I'm pretty sure now he puts he, probably, he we, puts Netflix special, see, host, of the, host of the Oscars, worked at the VFW <laughs> Hall in Russell. <laughs> I, Westfield Elks. I started doing this in 2003 yeah. with, um, uh, it was at the Clubhouse Lounge in Holyoke. It was, yeah, it was right behind Shremerhorns there. It, oh, used, okay. it used to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think it's in a different location now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that was the, the George who owned the clubhouse would do the, uh, the you know, the, the comedy nights there. And, and the worst part was nobody wanted comedy in there. 
it was like the entire it, it was fun maybe for a couple of nights but then uh, like every saturday night we'd do this open mic thing and then people like the comedians would be picking on patrons who just wanted to be in there that and have would, a beer there was no cover charge it was just this thing uh to the point where we kind of ended it i think after that because the customers started getting mad that was one of the things that you always do coming up is you uh you do these like little mini sh- quote-unquote shows and open yeah. mics and these venues where no one knows there's going to be comedy so it's like surprise yeah enjoy your dinner with your yeah. family yeah it's let the, me the, talk about you know it's, blah blah it's blah. the comic flash mob is what that is pretty much yeah 100 and then uh and then you graduate from that to uh actual paid invested audiences yeah and then yeah. you're like all right this is uh this is fun it's not so bad um backs i'll tell you what in two weeks i got a show right down the road from your house right in wilbraham at the barn you just come out there. You do five minutes. No one's gonna know. That's all they need. You Max, tell Jenny five you run minutes. Into the store. Oh, Jesus, I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. We 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 could be a like a stand up comedy trio. The show's Tour already sold out. There's Mass. no pressure. No one's. It's yeah, no pressure. Yeah, it's two weeks. It's near your house. People yeah. can follow you home. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely no they, pressure. Do you know they love you so much? It's crazy. Every time I do a show. Now it's this is I first of all I'm so grateful I love the listeners they're so awesome they they follow me on the socials and they come to the shows now and everything but 100 percent they could care less about me doing comedy they always come up to me and ask me hey when you and Baxter talking about you hey when you and Nick were doing yeah, it's well, always how what's going on with you guys I mean you you say they love me but I think it's really more they've put up with me I mean they endured <laughs> me it's like you know I'm the I'm the uncle that shows up at no, the, like you know I'm telling you. Thanksgiving dinner and doesn't leave. Um, all you have to do is go on stage and just tell everybody how you're doing. They'll be happy. They'll be thrilled. They'll be thrilled. <sighs> I mean, that's what that's what Nagel's going to do on Sunday, anyways. He's just going to go up there and talk about whatever. Uh, you know. Yeah, but Steve's got week. material. I've he heard his material. Got, he's, he's, he's got really a couple things. Thing. He's even you know tossed at me a little bit that I said. Are you sure you want to do that in front I've, of people? Well, I've tried this out on the air, some of the jokes on the air, and they've worked, so uh, why yeah, not uh, my put them on the stage? Yeah, my favorite is the jokes that he can't do on the air when he tells yeah. them on stage oh, I know. and ones. the people's faces. <laughs> I, I That experience is so great. It's another thing that I realized. Like, when I start doing here, I have to address it from stage. and go, yeah, yeah, I know you guys don't hear this on the on the radio <laughs> yeah, in the morning, yeah. right? So, Well, what was it? I mean, you can't, you, obviously, you can't tell the one that you, know, you were throwing at me a, a while ago, but yeah. you tried doing it, and it... it it ate a big bag of slop. On but, it. but it didn't. But the, but, but, the, but, Bar- but Barry said, you're not going to do that one again. And I'm like, no, dude, you're and, onto something. You're and onto And, and then joke. I did it again, and yep. I changed the wording a little bit. That's it. I didn't all use, the difference in the I world. I didn't use the, uh, the bad word that was supposed to be, uh, that, that pretty much is like the technical term of what I was talking about. Uh, I, I I replaced it with a different term, and, yeah. and and it works a lot better when you do it that way. Yes, that word is kind of like whoa, he's going there. Yeah, see, but, see you don't. Even, yeah. I don't think you always need the the filthiest word to say what you need, which what's in your mind. Sometimes, Sometimes talking around it's the best. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Mike Ostrowski from our credit union was in here yesterday, and he was yeah. talking about how he was at that show, the uh, Devito show on. Oh, on he was. Oh, good. And he was complimenting, and like you know, you don't have to swear. And you don't have to, you know, be a filthy mouth comedian to be funny. Yeah. And you can you can say a lot of things without, without going into that whole f word, you know, uh, kind of thing. Sometimes when I work, quote unquote, clean, like if I'm if if the headliner, if I'm if I was opening and they asked me to 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 not swear or whatever, sometimes those sets are actually 
more offensive than when I just talk the way I normally <laughs> right, talk. You're describing things. You're not right. actually yeah. saying. Because now, now you've put a brush in my hand and you've actually asked me to paint a really nice Bob Ross picture. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know. All right, you going to hang out with us for a bit? Yeah, yeah. I'm All excited. Right. Yeah. Very good. It's 724 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Rock 727 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown can give you the forecast because he's got this whole little spiel that he gives you. Yeah. About low fogs and stuff like that. Well, the, the weather, uh, you may have heard me talking about this after 6 o'clock. The weather has postponed the mighty Oktoberfest of the Fort uh, for Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, new dates will be announced, and uh, when that happens, I will let you know, because as you know, my good time friends uh, can't go too long without a party or a glass <laughs> boot of beer. So... Uh, I'll let you know when that happens. See, this is the uh, this is the beauty of doing comedy shows. We're indoors. Yeah, we don't we're have to. We're not weather yeah. sensitive at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's good. Unless they toss you out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're outside. No, the weather forecasted for Sunday at zeros supposed to be a balmy 72 or 74 degrees. Climate controlled interior. Was it cloudy? No cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. They had chicken piccata. They got all this stuff. You you ate there, right? You had the Dude, I had some of the best food that I've had. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, for a, it's not, I'm not talking like, uh, I don't know. It was a little higher priced than, yeah, than most food, but sure. it was but it was good. It was really good. It's uh, that when when I he's like I'm gonna go there. I was like, you know, you're in for a, you're in for a, a treat. And then he messaged me. He goes, "You weren't kidding about that food." I was yeah. like, "Nope." The eggplant rollatini. Oh my like god! Some of the best, and, and you could taste like I could taste the wine in the in the sauce. It's the like best. It was that it was so good. <sighs> now you're making me want to go. Yeah, you should come. Yeah, well, maybe maybe uh, wander up and do a little five listen, minutes. Okay, enough of that. Meal. Listen, Just it, cover it, in your meal. Let's <laughs> do. You dance for five minutes up there. We'll feed you, buddy. Now, <laughs> if I go, it will be to eat, and and that will be it. Oh, you know, come on! You know what the weird thing is? That place has been there for years, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's been there for for some time. He's got. It's weird. He's got guys that fly <laughs> in to like barns and stuff to go there to eat from like New York and Boston that, and everything else. It's so funny though because it's like I've lived around this area for yeah. at least 25 years yep. now and it, just the idea that I'm still discovering things that you think you would yeah. know about and you and you don't. Uh, I've I had never heard of of Ciro's before. I really had never had that. And the same thing with that AC Produce down the street. Oh, they're for so, lunch. So there was oh, a couple, there buddy. was a couple of years ago where yeah. I'm doing I'm DJing a wedding and they show up with uh, you know this catering company shows up with uh, eggplant parmesan. Yeah. It was like I'm like man, what this is so good. Where is this from? And somebody says AC Produce, and I'm like I thought that was just like a fruit store or something. No, that and, little yeah. block there. There's you know <clears throat> listen. A lot of Springfield has uh, has gone wayward, you know, some of those yeah. areas. But that little block in the south end, that, like, three-block spot yeah. right there that still maintains, you AC, can't go AC Protos, uh, yeah, yeah, Mama, Mama Rico's. Rico's. Yeah, if you go to Mama Rico's, he'll announce your name on the loudspeaker outside. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> well, last time I was there, he was like, Rock 102, out the door. <laughs> like that. awesome. And he's got all these bocce ball trophies inside. Well, they, do they still have the, uh, the, the bocce pitch up, uh, up on the roof? I don't know down there. I don't. Didn't know. they have that up in the like on, I, on the I, second floor? Again, I've only been in there a couple of times. I've never. I haven't uh, seen. I didn't know if they had a, a a thing up there. That AC Produce is hilarious because you go in there 
and you literally go, you know, you drive through downtown Springfield, which, you know, you've, you're like, okay. And then you go in there and you feel like you just walked into the last episode of The Sopranos. It's just like everyone's like, hey, how you doing, Tony? What's going on? How's it going? Which, like, which place is it? The, the AC Produce. AC the, Pro, yeah. You go to the back there to get the sandwiches and they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, hey, what? You're like, where did, the, where did this cast come hey, from? Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's great. But that yeah, that restaurant's unbelievable, and it it's gonna be it that's gonna be a fun one. You know, that's gonna be a real that's gonna be yeah. a fun. And night. that's uh, Sunday night. What Sunday, time? Sunday night. Seven p.m. is the show, so I think people get there at six or something. Yeah, get yourself some food. It's and, a buffet dinner, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah. And All then, right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make a night of it. Rocking it. We got news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Low clouds and fog this morning will slowly burn. 734 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Hours after a pregnant woman was shot while on a bus killing her baby, Holyoke Mayor Joshua Garcia said he has lost his patience for this nonsense. I want the public to know that I am equally outraged and frustrated with these senseless acts of violence and illegal activity on our streets. I struggle with it every day, attempting to offer a balanced solution. Quite frankly, I have lost my patience. I plan to work with all the resources available to me to uh, push this nonsense uh, out of our city. Uh, a horrible story happened yesterday. There was three guys who get into a confrontation outside of a store on, uh, I believe it was Maple Street. Uh, gunshots go off. The bullet goes into the bus, a PVTA oh. bus that was nearby, Innocent woman sitting on the bus yeah. gets shot. They deliver the baby at the hospital. The baby passes away. Awful. What a it's nightmare. just a, a horrible story. There's really nothing else to talk about on that. A uh, a judge has sentenced convicted sex offender from where? Where? Michael Hunt. Oh, are you kidding me? Of where to 9 to 11 years in state prison after Hunt violated the conditions of his probation by sexually assaulting another child and contacting six other children. Hunt had been convicted in 2002 for several sex offenses on four young boys for which he served eight years in prison. He was then committed for an additional five years after he was declared a sexually dangerous person. Earlier this year in March, where police filed criminal charges against Hunt, after a boy uh, reported that Hunt had sexually assaulted him in 2018 when the boy was just uh, 10 years old. What was that guy's name again? His name was Mr. Hunt. Oh, okay. Mike? Michael was his first name. Mike? Okay. Yeah, yeah. everybody calls him Mike. Yeah. yeah. Doing hard but, time. Yep. Yep. You have any, yep. uh, anything lighter in the news? Yeah. Lighter we talk about in something the news? we have fun with? Well, yeah. I was just... Uh, just pointing that out that uh, that guy got that guy got busted. Yeah, and people can make their own jokes about it. All right, well, let's talk about this thing because Marty wasn't here last year. A Massachusetts man will keep his promise to his brother and split a one million dollar lottery prize. What? Did you, did you, you didn't hear us talking no. about it? No. Jerry Shingley of Shrewsbury won a million dollars back in September on a five dollar instant ticket game. More than thirty years ago, Jeffrey and his brother Charles made a promise that if either of them ever won big, they would split the jackpot. Well, his brother Charles passed away in 2019, but Jeffrey plans to keep his promise by sharing the winnings with his sister-in-law, Linda. Jeffrey chose the one-time payment of $650,000 before taxes. The winning ticket was sold at Star Liquors in, on Boston Turnpike in Shrewsbury. He's told the clerk to pick any $5 ticket. The store will receive a $10,000 bonus for the sale of winning the ticket. 
Here's a question. <coughs> you tip? Do you tip out the cashier on that? And what do you tip them out? No, the store no. gets ten thousand. They, they get they get them they get paid. If they win, that's up to the store. Yeah, but what about the minimum wage guy? You don't go in there and throw him like a thousand bucks or something like that. Well, if I were, let's just say I were to win the Powerball jackpot, which I have full intention of doing. Yeah. uh, The store, by selling that ticket to me, you know, gets a certain amount of money. That's really up to the store owner to tip the guy that sold the ticket to me. That's not. That's not Uh, up to me. I'm not going to give him like like a twenty percent tip of my. One billion dollar jackpot. I mean, come no. on. what are you kidding me? I see. I feel like I. I don't know. I feel like I would. My little. Uh, I go to Gallagher's uh, little convenience store there on East Street, and my little uh, clerk guy who's there all the time. He's yeah. from Pakistan. He's from Lahore, Pakistan. Great guy. I go in. I get. I feel like if I won a million on a scratch, I would come in there and I'd throw him a grand. You know, brighten his day. Well, you're you're a nice guy, Marty. I don't know uh, what to say. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't I'd take the money and run, man. Yeah. And really? besides, is that a, is that a twenty percent tip situation? No, you're not going to tip twenty percent. But you know, what do you? Uh, so what do you? T- let's say, uh, so somebody told me that if you take the six hundred fifty, you know, the the lump sum, yeah, you then get taxed on that, and you wind up with about four hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Which you then get taxed on again. Because right. uh, you will at the end of the year with your with your income. Yeah. Uh, what do you tip the uh, the clerk? I think you give him a thousand bucks, right? Well, I think In I a check, you- though, so you can write it off as a payment. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, I don't know. Here's a question for you: yeah. When you pick up takeout food, yeah, and they have the tip line on there, what do you do? Do you pretend that you didn't see the tip line and just sign it, or do you write in a tip? No, I always tip on a takeout order. Were you just picking up an order? Yeah, I mean, if it's a couple of bucks. Yeah, There's still somebody them. putting that together and, all right, just and making doing sure. all that. I don't always do that. Yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes I get upset and I, I just go, no. And then other times I write in like three bucks, two bucks, five bucks. If you want uh, loogies in your food, you go well, ahead and do no, that. I, get, I, I doubt I'm going to get a big fat luger you know, in my food. Then that's not here's, a tip. Now you're paying extortion. Please don't poison my food. I, uh, I've... I talked about this before. It was over a year ago that I saw this video, and this is one reason why I I don't think I would ever order from like a DoorDash or or something like that. <laughs> think- well, first of all, you see all these people getting mad. Hey, you didn't. Oh, you didn't. You're not going to tip me, and then they throw the food all yeah, over yeah, the, yeah. the ground or, yeah. or something like that. But you know, the, the lady was like, I was. I had cash tip for her, and she walked away like she didn't. Right. You know, didn't even stand ask. And she just destroyed the food. <laughs> But there was another guy in San Francisco who was like a, a DoorDash guy on his, like a courier bike. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. But he, he pulls over to the side of the road, and he's sitting on the sidewalk, and there's somebody from inside of a store taking pictures of this guy, opening up the DoorDash bag. Eating his food? Taking his own container and eating some of the food out of the container oh. and then putting the lids back on the on uh. the containers. <laughs> I, takes why his food, puts uh. his, listen, puts his own, puts his puts the stuff back in the bag, uh. right? and then has his own stapler in which he staples the bag back together so uh. it looks like nobody touched it. Do you know you just ruined for me DoorDash. one of my favorite yeah. things when I'm away on a weekend and I'm in a hotel and I go, I'm hungry. And there's nowhere play, delivering. But, I DoorDash. But the worst And now part, I'm going to be thinking about that guy. He was sticking his hands in it. Oh, That's right. what it was. Oh, oh come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm just saying, next his time m- you want to. His mouth is all over your food. Oh. You don't even know where those hands had been. You're such a. You're, you know what you are? You're a GTR. 
What's a GTR? Good time ruiner. You just ruined. <laughs> I, uh, I've always been known to do that because I uh, always like to see the man behind the curtain kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, we yeah. used to watch this show uh, years ago called uh, Operation Repo. Do you remember that? Z- was that the, they had the guy who uh, it was a bunch of characters. They they repo cars, the tow truck driver. Yeah, supposedly it was this real operation yeah, and staged. all that stuff. And then uh, the more I was watching this show, because my yeah. wife was pregnant with our first kid, so we watched a lot of TV. At yeah, night, yeah. You know, we didn't, no more drinking and all that. Right. right. So we're, we're, I would we're, hope. We're, well, no, for me anyway. You know? yeah, so she was still doing shots. She yeah, was she was still shots. doing Jaegers uh, all the time. But uh, we would sit there and we watch all these TV shows. And Operation Repo was like her one of her favorites. She's like, oh, I can't wait to see what the next one does. And then there was this one scene where the the tow truck driver is arguing with a woman. And it was just so kind of outrageous. And I go, who would sign a release because you have to sign yeah. a release to be on a TV show, yeah. no matter which way you do it. If they're going to use you as the main point, you have to sign some sort of release for that. Who would sign a release for this and and then act this way and let everybody know what their problems are? So then it, I'm like, this has got to be fake. This has got to be actors or yeah, something yeah. like that. And you come to find out, yes, it's reenactments of of things. Even though they say it's a reality show, it's really not well. You remember that show, show, Duck Dynasty? You remember yeah. that show? Uh, everyone used to watch it. I yeah. never watched an episode of it. But one day I was on the road and I was working with this comic, and he's in the green room. He's got a MacBook open. And he's typing away. I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I I gotta do. I got a writing job. I gotta. I'm doing that right now. You know, blah blah blah." And I go, oh, what sitcom do you write for? He goes, no, I, I no, I write for a reality TV show. I go, how do you write for reality TV? It's reality. He goes, you think any of this is reality? None, none of it's reality. Yeah, because they don't credit me as a writer. They credit me as like a, a associate producer or something like that. When they they do that for the the comedians, they go, oh, you're an associate producer. But then the comics write out some of the dialogue well, and they write out the situations and then they go put those people in the situations. I tried out for Last Comic Standing twice back yeah, yeah. 20 years ago, right? How'd it work out? Well, it did. <laughs> it's I did. now in radio. But, but this is my point. <laughs> all of the people, they had these you know lines of people. I stayed out all, all night long you know, outside on the streets of New York. Oh, uh, you really went to New York? I thought maybe you were at uh, Uncle Larry's Roadhouse no, no, in Beckett. No, 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 Someone no, no, told no. you it was not this. That was the night after. Okay. okay. Right. It, was, it was the cleanup show. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I did it twice. I did it once in Boston on like probably the coldest night of the year in Boston yep. uh, two years prior. Then I did this in New York City. And I realized... Not one person who was standing outside in that line was picked for the show. That was all theatrics 100%. that was just to show you that we're doing. Because every person on that show had already had an agent yep. or already had some sort of manager, yep. management oh, yeah. company. And they get you get an appointment. So, yeah. like, if Last Comic Stand had started up again or whatever and they, they reached out, they would be like, all right, well, Steve's going to go stand in line. Yeah. But if I knew the right people, you know, like my old manager or whatever, they would be like, yeah, you gotta you gotta come in at two fifteen, and and they just yeah. walk right yeah, by the line, right go in, in yeah. do their spot. And I mean, walk they, up. they went putting putting like open micers on that uh, on that show. Yeah, th- there was a couple. Well, that was the formula. They they put a few in there, but very. I think maybe one of one like probably made it through to yeah. like anything. I, I remember it, uh, watching it, uh, and Ralphie was on it. Oh my god! I freaking love Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie was the Ralphie's best. the greatest, yeah. and, and uh, Ralphie May, who you know been on our show a yeah. bunch of times. And uh, you know, I mean, he just got better and better as the time went he was, on. He's so great. He, I remember uh, we were doing Foxes, and he was in the theater, but he came over to do the Late Show with us. 
and uh, he's in the green room. He's like, <sighs> he's out of breath, sweating, everything else. I go, you are you all right? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just in pain. I go, what's because my feet? And I go, just stupidly. I just go, why? What's wrong with him? He goes, what do you mean, what's wrong with him? Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. What do you think's wrong with these feet? You got a lot of weight on I'm those I'm standing feet. on them. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. I was like, oh, my God, it's so funny. Uh, so we, but going back to that, that towing yeah. show. So uh, I said, I, there's something amiss about this. Yeah, of course. So I go online and I start doing my little, uh, you know, conspiracy theory, yes. theory Google searches. And uh, I come across this video. I'm sorry. I stumbled across this video that uh, has, <laughs> it, it's, it's a split screen and it's side by side of the towing show going into this like uh, kind of marshy area where a jet ski is being repossessed because okay. somebody didn't pay the jet ski. But the split screen on the other side shows the Jackass movie with the exact same structures and everything. It was a movie set. It was yeah. a movie oh, set that they, they used ah, right, to, right. to reenact that. And then I show that to my wife, and she's like, Thank, thanks a lot for ruining yeah, it. Yeah, you're you just good time me. ruiner. <laughs> yeah, good time ruiner. GTR. So much for reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now like, you can do I that like, with DoorDash, just split screen of that guy eating the food, and then me all satisfied in my hotel room, like, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> I'm having a picnic you, on my bed. If <laughs> you asked me to get McDonald's, and I'm 20 minutes away from home, right? Yeah. I'm not going to wait until I get home to start digging into the bag right? before I get but home. You, your you. hope is that your DoorDash drivers, they're paid, that they, they're well, not eating on the job. You don't think there's a guy like me out there who can't help himself, has no self-control uh, by opening yeah, that bag with all those good, yeah, delicious but, but smells it, in there? But if I'm calling DoorDash, I'm going to assume that the person delivering the food is a total professional. Yeah, right, right. You know, they And they're going be. to accept my 0% <laughs> tip. Yeah. If, you, if you ever see a DoorDash driver on a TikTok video also being a restaurateur uh, taster, uh, you might want to think twice uh, about what you're doing. He's probably it. eating your Ruin. food before he gets there. You know, you've just helped me lose some weight. I'm putting things in motion for uh, you. Yeah. All right. God. Your uh, Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today is going to be uh, mostly sunny after the fog lifts here and uh, going to be a high of 78 tomorrow, rainy with a high of 73. It's 60 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Attention, Mass. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 754 with Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny eventually with a high of 78. Uh, tomorrow, rainy with a high of 73 and rain on Saturday as well with a high of 67. It's 60 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, a couple things. Uh, next hour, we're going to give you the keyword to cash, your chance to win $1,000. That's coming up after 8. Then we'll talk to Scott Zolak. But uh, probably going to talk about the Patriots, although we might want to consider talking about other things. Soccer. We'll talk about soccer. We'll talk about Tay Tay and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, because honestly, uh, talking about the Patriots is a real bummer right now. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to Zolak just after 8 o'clock. UFOs, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorite topics. Uh, More than 100 sightings of unidentified flying objects have been reported across the DMV. Across the uh, according to the Department of Motor Vehicles, yeah, that's what I, I don't even know what DMV is. <laughs> you mean DMZ, maybe? No, it says DMV. Are you reading this from TMZ? No, I'm reading this from Fox <laughs> 5 out of Washington. Since the beginning of 2023, just three sightings were reported in DC, while 42 were reported in Maryland and 70 in Virginia. I think they're just gearing us up for something. DMZ, uh, District uh, Metropolitan Zone, or something, maybe? I don't know, did, but did, uh, did, yeah, if there's an alien attack. I don't know if we're prepared for that. 
Uh, I'm just saying a lot of people are seeing UFOs and the government's not denying them now. Well, they're just saying UFOs. They don't. They're not saying aliens. They're just saying UFOs. Sixth grade Marty loves this because I was fascinated with UFOs in the sixth grade, and you know, you used to have library day where you're the class could go to the library for the day. You go to the city library. Yeah, yeah. I was the only one. Everyone else checking out like sports books and everything. I, I had a book on Project Blue Book and all the <laughs> conspiracy stuff. I was <laughs> I was down the rabbit hole back then uh, on this. This is a great question for the listeners, and they can Instagram me if, oh. if they have a story. Has anyone in Western Mass seen or had an alien experience? I know I'm opening myself up for this, but if they have, they should uh, message me on Instagram. Uh, first of all, it's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. That's what that area oh, is. Yeah, okay. yes. There was okay. a listener that uh, wrote that in. <clears throat> but did you also, there was a Berkshire uh, UFO sighting. When was that? Back in 1979 or something like that, there was a, and, and I want to go out the there. The aliens all had sideburns and they were listening to Night Ranger. Go, go check out. <laughs> Sister Christian. Yeah. They were hanging out with Eric Shore. Eric Shore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a, it was, it's on the, the new version of the Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, and, it, I, and it's like episode number two of like the first season. Is that about, on Netflix now or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, like, uh, you know the stuff because it's not just one person's account; it's many people's accounts and different experiences that each one had that the t- people didn't really know each other, and and it was uh, it was kind of weird. It was a very uh, strange phenomenon, and they apparently have some kind of landmark out there that I want to go see. I'll 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 make a field trip. Yeah, yeah. let's get a bus. Get but a what bus town trip. are we talking? That's important. It's out, it's out there. It's Great Barrington. Yeah, it's oh, like at yeah, the edge yeah. of the state. It's going to take us an hour to Great get Great Barrington is one of uh, that place. Uh, I could go on for hours. Can I? Can, well, wait, wait, we're running short on time. Oh, yeah, sorry, so, sorry. Yeah, no, you want to? You, uh, you have a beef about Great Barrington? I got a little beef. I got a small beef. You know, Great Karen Barrington. Allen uh, has a store there. What? Karen Allen. Karen Allen. She's an actress. Karen Allen. From uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Scrooged. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Well, Harrison Ford has a house out there. People aren't supposed to Yeah, they to hang out together. Oh, well, that explains it. She has a store? Yeah, and then he says, get off my planes. You know, <laughs> he's got this big, uh, but yeah, she's got a store out there. It's a thrift store. Well, well, not a thrift store. It's like a high-end, uh, you know. Uh, so we got to go out there, pop some tags, stuff. get $20 in my pocket. You know, it's weird. Yeah, I think you're going to spend a little more than $20. Yeah, right. And Gray Barrington, yeah. yeah. It's it, one of these, that's what I was going to say. It's just one of these really inclusive communities where they're super inclusive and diverse. It's just a... $2.3 million for a starter home. You know, they're really, <laughs> really inclusive. It's 758 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Prices are high. Right on. The holidays are right around the corner. Ho, ho, ho. And you could use some extra cash. Bring it on. Rock 102 wants to help. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I love football as much as the next guy. I love the thrill of the competition. I appreciate the explosive athleticism. And, of course, I love the violence. But at the end of the day, what I really care about is watching Taylor Swift enjoy herself. If Tay-Tay is happy with the outcome of the game, then I'm happy with it, too. As many of you know, there's been a series of annoying Kansas City Chiefs football games that have been interrupting the early courtship between Taylor Swift and tight end Travis Kelsey. And surprisingly, there are some people who believe that it's the other way around. That is the relationship between Taylor and Travis that is getting in the way of football games. I don't happen to be one of those people, of course. I find it 
Frankly, difficult to imagine how anyone could be led to believe other than that. And yet, I swear to God, they do. Yesterday, the NFL released a statement defending its position on covering the Taylor-Travis relationship during the last two games in which Taylor was shown enjoying herself in a luxury suite no less than 135 times per game. In the statement, the NFL correctly points out that, quote, the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop cultural moment and we've been leading into it real in real time as it is an intersection of sports and entertainment and we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. Well, you're damn right about that, mister. This additional coverage of this fairy tale relationship is exactly the sort of juice the NFL has been needing for years, and I'll be damned if I'm going to stand in the way, especially when the NFL is currently running ads for Taylor's upcoming concert film, Taylor Swift, The Errors Tour. Meanwhile, there are some who are complaining that perhaps the NFL is overdoing it, and that perhaps the league is spending too much time focused on Taylor Swift. Now, I don't particularly believe that, neither does the NFL. During the last two games, the apparent canoodling between Taylor and Travis meant nothing but a gigantic spike in ratings. And ratings mean revenue. And revenue means that until Travis Kelsey screws up this relationship, the NFL is going to take this one to the rim as often and as hard as they can. And frankly, I can't get enough of it. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, you can paint your own kitchen, but I guarantee you're going to have a lot of questions along the way. That's why you go to Rocky's. At every Rocky store, there's at least one trained paint expert to guide you through your projects. Good people, paint people. At every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and the Black Crows of Bax and Nagel in Rock 102. Uh, eventually sunny today with a high of 78. Tomorrow rainy with a high of 73. And uh, Saturday, 67 of rain for a high. It's 60 right now in downtown Springfield. Before we get into uh, Scott Zolak, it's time for the keyword to cash, your $1,000 keyword. Today is the word payoff. That's payoff as in P-A-Y-O-F-F. Payoff. You go to rock102.com, enter payoff into, uh, into the contest page. You'll have until midnight tonight to do it. Could be worth $1,000. Uh, the word again is payoff, P-A-Y-O-F-F. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And okay. on the phone with us now. Oh, coming Straight down. out of Foxborough. Yeah, coming down from a hell of a Patriots <laughs> performance. It's Scott Zolak. How you doing, Scott? Can we, can we just skip it this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, honest, I would oh, my God, would. it was bad. It was so bad. What I, a wasted trip. What a wasted weekend. Honest to God, I was almost thinking, yeah, should we just talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and try to not talk about <laughs> no. the Patriots? No. That, I, I, you know what? I'm the biggest Taylor Swift fan, and both my daughters, we've been, we've been to every show. We went to Gillette here, spent like five grand on tickets with down front. <laughs> uh, and then she's got to go and do this with this guy. Yeah. Like, uh. Oh. I know. But he, like both both have really starting to really turn on me. Hey, um, oh. Scott, uh, Marty Caproni here. I'm the, I'm the comedian guy that sits in once in a while. Any rumor that uh, Taylor Swift might be called up to play corner for the Patriots? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Anybody can at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, no back, All right, the, uh, the Patriots can... <laughs> Scott, the the Patriots continue to have a major question mark at quarterback. Mac Jones was benched from the third quarter on Sunday in favor of Bailey Zappi. Jones went on to 12 of 21 yard for 150 yards and turned over the ball three times with two interceptions and lost a fumble. What the hell is going on over there? Um, No one knows. No one knows. We don't have the skilled people on the outside really to get open. That's that's really the bottom line here. If you look at it through through four games, um, you know, Max struggling, and I think he's trying to press. And when he presses, 
he's he's not that good. I mean, it's just he's got to play within the system, and if they protect him and he's able to plant and you know get everything into his throws and that, I think he's pre- he's pretty good. Like the other games, I thought he was trending in the right direction, and it's just a real setback this past week in Dallas, and it sort of exposed the. A lot of the problems that they do have. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't block. Um, they couldn't do anything there's, on offense, really. There's, really a, nothing. there's a story that came out this week, and, I, and I'm not sure if, I, if I'm if i really buying this, but uh, you know, Robert Griffin III apparently said that uh, that Bill Belichick has permanently ruined Mac Jones. I don't know if I... I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I agree with that. To me, it's a lot of other things going on other than Mac. But you do seem to have a real problem here where he's just not... He just doesn't give anybody any confidence that this is your guy. And, and, and you can't say he hasn't been given the opportunities to prove himself. He has. And then you look at what yeah. happened on Sunday. It's like, well, you know, then then what is the answer here? Well, the problem is I, I think now you're starting to get a pretty good sample size as to what it is. And maybe he's just kind of one of those middle-of-the-road guys that really is going to elevate those around him. You know, Tom Brady did that for 20 years. Tom Brady elevated everybody around him. And, you know, it's sort of being run the same way that, Bill ran it when Tom was here, yeah. and that's the big thing is he's not Brady, and there aren't many guys like Brady. You, I don't know how many guys you know could cover up the type of holes that we've had for all those years, other than a guy like Tom or potentially Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, those guys are special, and those guys don't come around. That's the once, once in a generation type talent, and uh, that's what Brady was. And I think that's really what we're starting to see here that you know Tom made a lot of things better. Well, and and you're hearing a lot of conversation about people questioning whether or not Bill Belichick is still the greatest coach in, in the NFL. And, you know, there's a part of you that wants to give the guy at least a little bit of a pass considering the uh, the success he's had. But then you also say, well, are they right? Is 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 it now time to maybe criticize what he's done with the team in the last couple of years since Brady's gone? Or, you, you know, what should we – how should we be viewing this? Yeah, I don't I – don't. I don't think that it's bad to do that. Um, you know, you look back at the drafts, the drafts haven't been great. That's why we had to go spend all that money in the offseason, what, two years ago, $250 million or whatever it was, when you had Aguilar and John Smith, and we got Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry ends up being a good player for us. I think Kendrick Bourne's a pretty good guy. Um, but you, there's there's no reason you can't question that, you know, the way the, the Bills built the team. But I do think, you know, other coaches and GMs have shown you can do it and do it differently in this league. It's not one way. That's not the only way you can win, but Bill's just been so good at it for long, for so long. I don't think his coaching's bad. I don't. I, I think he grinds every day. Uh, he sort of sets the tempo for that organization and the way everybody else falls in line there. But they got they got to start winning some games here. There's two games coming up. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Saints this weekend, and we go to Vegas next weekend. Um, if we can just win those two, you get the three and three, and you know the drought looks a little different than what it is right now. Uh, hey, it's uh, Marty again. I, I'm a, I'm an idiot, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. No, you're here. Not. Um, oh, just hold, just hold on a <laughs> yeah, second, let, Scott. Let me yeah, talk to you. Let me talk <laughs> long enough. I'll convince you. Uh, look, Scott, uh, uh, you were talking about you know people elevate, right? And uh, this yeah. is, a, I don't know if this is a fair criticism of of Belichick, and I'm a, I'm a Bill guy, but. Um, Last year, when the when the whole zappy thing started and everything else, do you think that maybe he propped Mac Jones back too soon, and that uh, when he did that that malarkey where he had them split the game there, that that erased that some of Zappy's uh, Zappy's cachet with the players and some of the belief in him? And if that's the case, do you think if things keep going south, you see him uh, elevate Malik uh, Cunningham and and give the kid a, a shot? We got a lot of those on 
type of calls yesterday on our show. Um, yeah, I mean, he was he was fun to watch in the preseason, but uh, for what I understand, they're not developing him right now as a quarterback, so he's not getting all the reps that he would need yeah. to get him in there. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, just Zappi. Zappi is a guy that they, they put out there on waivers. They cut him. They brought him back. Yeah, he was on the practice squad and elevated him. But they also brought in Matt Corral. Then they brought in Ian Book. And now they have Will Greer here. So they're looking to make a move there. Um, so I don't I don't think they're totally content on Bailey being a guy. Something should falter here with Mac and go to another guy. But I don't I don't think we'll see Malik anytime soon, guys. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that we have not talked about, and I think this is a real problem for the Patriots moving forward, they've had some pretty devastating injuries on defense. I mean, not only, uh, you know, Judon is hurt. Christian Gonzalez is apparently out, I believe, out for the year is what, they, what they're saying. And they they're bringing back uh, J.C. Jackson. They made a trade for him yesterday with uh, with the Chargers. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know he's been here before, but I also know, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's also a warrant out for his arrest for a parole violation. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be there on Sunday. Well, I think he will, or they wouldn't have had this deal done. Uh, from what I understand, that that warrant has been taken care of. <laughs> um, so he resolved that situation, or Good. else I don't think the deal goes through. You well, know, I got to tell you, you know, I, yeah. I I grew up in the Attleboro area. I was born in Attleboro. I mean, I I know what Route One in Attleboro looks like. There's no reason to drive 100 miles an hour on Route One. <laughs> I mean, unless you're trying to fight the crowds at the Olive Garden of the Five Guys, right. there's no reason to go that fast. I, I totally agree. I think 95 is fair. Like, once you go 100, that's really bad. 95, you know. That's yeah, that's too much. Reasonable. Too much. <laughs> I can see doing. I used to have court vests, and I used to drive fast. But, I, can, uh, I can see doing 100 miles an hour to get out of uh, Attleboro. Yeah, but, uh, right. <laughs> But Gonzalez is a big oh, yeah. is a big loss. I mean that that kid showed you know he's he, the kid's a baller. I mean he's he he could be something very special. You just hope that uh, you know these injuries you know heal quickly. Yeah, he's really good, guys. Uh, they, they nailed that pick with him. Um, he was having a really good year, four good games. You know he was taking all of the number one receivers with Jonathan Jones being out. Uh, he rose to the occasion. So I mean he's going to be a good guy to have here for years to come. So the Saints on Sunday, uh, one o'clock yep. game. Uh, I mean. What do you What do you think? I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't know how they're going to play. Uh, it should be sort of a crowd that's. I don't. I don't want to say testy, but if you're going to this game and you're a fan, you want to see how they respond and how they start. And if they don't start fast, I think I think things can get a little unruly there. And um, you know, fans pay a lot of money to watch to watch this team and to watch sports. And you know, they have the right to act the way they want to act. And uh, but I think the team needs to come home. Play, play better, uh, that's for sure. Don't turn the ball over, and I think we'll be okay. Uh, I do, but the Saints, they're not a bad team. They play good defense. Uh, Derek Carr's banged up. I think he's playing through a shoulder injury. So we should be able to get to him, right? We lose this one, we're in trouble. One of those, one of those things that I feel like people are discounting, too, is uh, the the Pats' schedule, you know, they've really run into a buzzsaw to start the season. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't have a worse draw than than who they've been playing lately. So, uh, you know, uh, I guess if they uh, they, I, they seem like they're always playing from behind, and then they're almost pulling it out at the end. They don't get another. They don't get a real break for another month. That's the problem. Yes. That's that's the issue. Well, yeah, we still hey, we still got to go to Germany, so we got a long trip coming up there. Like we got. <laughs> We got we're, we're in Denver on Christmas Eve. We're the night game on Christmas Eve. What a nightmare for me! Uh, <laughs> um, you know, but I love Christmas Eve at home. Like who doesn't, right? There <laughs> shouldn't be any football games on Christmas Eve. At least, oh, no. if, at least like, if you yeah, go to Germany, if at least you go to Germany and they suck, you can get yourself a nice bratwurst and a beer. You know, 
enjoy enjoy oh, something. <laughs> Sauerkraut. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. There you go. All right, we will. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, we'll have uh, better news and uh, we'll feel a little bit better about things on uh, by next Thursday. All right. Hopefully, we got a lot smarter here through this call. I'll see you guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't count on that, Scott. <laughs> it's eight twenty-one with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock One Hundred Two, live in concert. Sour. It's eight twenty-five with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the uh, forecast. He's much better at it than I am. Um. Did you get the uh, EAS test yesterday at uh, two twenty p.m.? I did. Mine actually went off at two eighteen for some reason. I have T-Mobile, so mine went off like late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got, oh, you, have you the got map. an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> you you have the uh, you have the twenty two news of cell phones, don't you? We'll we'll tell you about this later on. Um, but no, I I, been, I was watching some of these uh, the forums on here, right and. Uh, Please, for the love of God, share your blast schedule with the community and send notifications more than 20 minutes in advance, please. There are pets at home that are bothered by this noise. Like, that's what you got to yeah, worry about? Another guy. Where's Paul Harvey? I want the rest of this story. Oh, <laughs> God. And then we go into uh, to Agawam, right? Yeah. Are we preparing for World War Three? Is this for real? Why haven't we heard of this before? Oh, my God. You've been hearing about yeah. this for like two weeks. Oh, your phone is always on. Not if your phone is turned off, which mine will be for those few minutes. Your phone is never off. They'll never tell you that. <laughs> which is true, actually. Your phone really is never off. Not if you have all the alerts turned off and put it in airplane mode. Maybe that works on airplane mode for not receiving alerts, but they can still track wherever you are. Oh, God. No, no kidding. They can track just about anyone, especially if you have a car with a built-in GPS. And it, you could be a lot nicer about that, you know. Now, do these people get better reception with a tinfoil hat? <laughs> I, 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 I think that might be uh, the thing. I, it's so funny to watch people get so upset about violations of privacy and all this other stuff when everybody has a phone. The phone is listening to you all the time. It's waiting for you to say a key word, the names of whoever the AI is. It could be worth a thousand dollars. It's not worth a thousand dollars. It's not. You know, we've had this alert since I was a kid uh, on Tuesdays at whatever it was, two in the morning, when it goes, yeah. and your screen goes. It's the same thing. Well, that was the end of the phone. Now. That was the end of the broadcast day. Right. That's it. That's when the you know, no, no. That was with the flag and they were. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, but they test the emergency broadcast system on the TV once a week. They always the did. Time. Do it. They do it on the radio too. And then, and then now, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I probably watch more TV on my phone than I watch on an actual TV. You know, at nighttime, I put Netflix on my phone. I watch a show before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. It makes sense that they're going to have to put it on your phone. Everyone's watching their phone and not TV. Listen, to me, the the worst part about it is, you know, I'm on my phone yesterday at like 2.17. Yeah. I am kicking ass in Candy Crush. And ah. then I, I mean, I'm just, I'm blasting away. Delicious. You know, like one, yeah. one uh, level after another. And all of a sudden, this thing comes up, totally screws up my game. It's like all of a sudden, I couldn't play anymore. Like, like completely, I, I was like losing everything. How how many people do you think were on uh, adult sites on their phone when that happened? Probably quite a lot. Real mood right, ruiner. Right at the moment of climax. <laughs> right. Yeah, a real right. a real oh, mood. Oh, what a, oh, I what a buzz killed. <laughs> I finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> I have arrived. Yes. <laughs>
What are you trying to say, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I got an EAS test. Yeah. It's the, positive. Ba- the phone is mine. Yeah. <laughs> you are the subscriber. <laughs> <You> are. <laughs> it's 829. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 8.32 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Aquatique Pools. Schedule your fall pool maintenance and closing today at 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Well, thanks, Bax. Oh, you're uh, very, very welcome, Steve. It's what I'm here for. Uh, Going to go out to Westfield this morning, only moments before the meeting of the police commission was uh, to wrap up on Tuesday afternoon. Commissioner Peter uh, Vilas uh, proposed naming the new chief for the police department by October 31st. I see no compelling reason why we ought to not do this as soon as possible, Vilas said, as about establishing a firm date of October 31st. Commissioner James Irwin agreed. The sooner, the better. However, the commission chair, James Sipek, was reluctant to set a deadline for it. I, I don't want to be held to a date certain for this. Uh, let's just keep the process moving forward. I'm confident we can be done very quickly. The uh, commissioners uh, have said... I love your... I love I don't your... Know, I don't you're know, really, I don't know what that guy sounds like. I'm just, uh, you're really all in on these quotes. They're yeah. dramatic. You know, it's, it's not even a news story. He's just be, trying to be a man of a thousand voices. <laughs> well, Theater of the mind over here. Look that's at it. What's wrong with that? It, it, makes, it makes for fun radio, doesn't well, it? What was uh, the what was the guy with the close encounters? Who was that guy? Oh, Rod Serling. No. The, oh, oh, not Rod Serling. You know, um, uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus. No, no, the the, 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 the Steve Spielberg. No, the one, the guy. Which guy? The guy who did close, not close encounters. The third time, the War of the Worlds. That guy. Oh, you, oh, H. G. Wells. The one who did it on the radio, though. Orson Wells. Orson Wells. There we go. I Orson knew we'd get to it. Wait, wait. H. G. Wells was an who author. Was that? He was an author. I don't know, but, but here he's he, nice. <laughs> so Orson Welles wrote War of the Worlds. No, 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 no. H.G. Wells wrote War of the Worlds. And Orson, Orson Welles delivered, delivered it. Delivered right. it. That's weird. I know. Dramatically. Were they related? He delivered it dramatically, much like you do the news. I don't, I don't <laughs> dramatically <laughs> the news. I remember uh, years ago we had this uh, real a-hole of a program director. He wore turtlenecks a lot and he drank like a ton. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he told me because there was a time where uh, you know they they wanted me to start doing uh, like endorsements, like commercials and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I wasn't allowed to get them because he felt that he's a serious news person. He uh, they, we can't have uh, him being a spokesman for anything. Apparently he never actually heard you do news. Well, uh, it was he was uh, he didn't like me very much at all. So he was just trying to find ways to not let me succeed at anything. And uh, and uh, those are the the, those are the kinds of program decisions that were made in that blackout. Who does radio news in Western Mass better than Steve Nagel? So so then he wanted a comedy show put together for the. uh, They changed. (laughs) They changed what. Okay, so they had the the big bonk and smoke, and yeah. That, and and uh, Bobby Kester and John Poole came up with that name years ago. Was right, the, yeah. was the big bonk and smoke. He didn't understand why they called it the big bonk and smoke. The idea was you're not saying the f word, you're saying big bonk and smoke, like you're like you're bleeping yeah. it out. It was a radio thing, whatever. You got to do it. Right. He didn't understand that. He didn't understand. So let's call it the smoking jokes. And then he wanted me to do a comedy show. Well, all <laughs> I did was get up there and tell. 
really bad dad jokes <laughs> for like 10 minutes, and that was the end of the comedy show. So when he was like, what was that? What was that? Uh, like, that was comedy. It was a comedy show. People were listening. But most of the people were outside smoking cigars anyway. They weren't watching the comedy here show. Ca Nobody cared about the comedy. Right. They wanted to yeah. be there for the good food of the log cabin, and they wanted a good cigar from the cigar room. That wasn't... Uh, well, it, it, here's the thing. So let me, let me peel the curtain back even yeah. a little bit further. So I'm in the back of the room because I wanted to see yeah, what, what yeah. Steve was doing. Because yeah. yeah. you wanted, you wanted to laugh at. <laughs> now this happened maybe I don't know a few months after that whole uh, you know Bob Saget roast. Okay, and okay. and Norm Macdonald went on and yeah. and ate, and ate it, and then just told the worst possible jokes <laughs> imaginable. It was pure genius. Yeah, he's pure the genius. Best. Yeah. So Steve goes up, and it's almost like the same thing. Yeah. We it, did we did it on we did right. it because yeah. of that because and, of him. Yeah, and I'm dying. I mean, I'm laughing yeah. so damn hard. You're in on the joke, and this idiot not not you, but the the boss comes up to me and says, "What is he doing?" I said. He's crushing it. <laughs> yeah. He's killing he, the room. And this guy just didn't understand. He, he, he was, you know, it. he was more about like, uh, what can we do to sell hot chicks on uh, on our other radio station? You know, that oh, kind of yeah. crap. And it was, but it was just this monotone, uh, monotone like voice that I would just do through the whole thing. It would be like. How, what do you call a fish <laughs> wearing, a, wearing a bow tie? So fishticated. So, <laughs> so, he comes, so the boss comes up to me and says, what is he What yeah, is he yeah. doing? I said, he's doing yeah. comedy. This yeah. is what happens when you don't pay for a local comic to do time on a stage. <laughs> you pay him nothing to do, to do comedy. <laughs> this is what you, this get. Is what you get. It's funny as hell. Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower uh. have in common? They're both... Paris <laughs> this, this is the yeah, same yeah. guy. The yeah. same guy yeah. who didn't want us to play golf in our own golf tournament. What? Yes. Why didn't he want Because he wanted us to go around and rouse up the golfers. Because that's exactly what a golfer oh, wants. Yeah, they they love to be disturbed yeah. and distracted. Yeah, yeah so we <laughs> so we wind up going from hole yeah. to hole yeah. Yeah. and and this guy is following us and he's he loaded. He's, he's loaded. Totally loaded. loaded. Uh, no. Totally yeah. loaded. In yeah. fact, at one point we got into a four cart pileup. Yeah. So Bax and I were in this line of golf carts. Uh, we're the last ones in the line, yeah. Bax and I. And I think uh, I, I think there was a couple other people. Uh, there was the foursome. I think were ahead of us. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're just ready to get out of the cart. And ba boom! And then all of a sudden, you turn around. And there's Drinky the Drunk there with a bottle of Grey Goose in his hand. Yeah. A bottle, a whole bottle of Grey Goose in his hand. Going, oh, see you guys coming over the hill. What's and he it, doing now? I'm just wondering. Well, um, I was surprised he made it home alive. Then. Yeah, <laughs> because he, he refused to he take a cab. Yeah, he wouldn't oh, take really? a cab. He wouldn't uh, think. Oh. Of course, nobody was responsible and called the police, which I should have done. You, yeah, yeah. So you but I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you should have called him in a great radio voice just so he'd be proud so he could listen to the 911 call. I don't, I don't call the cops on nothing. I was, I, was, uh, your, I was in your lovely city of Chicopee on oh. Sunday, and I was telling Bax this the other day. We were playing a softball game. Uh, my, my Where kid. were we? Is that park? No, uh, Rivers Park. Over oh by, yeah, I used yeah. to lifeguard there. Yeah, down well, in the I I pulled so many inner city kids yeah, out of the well, bottom of that pool. Well, <laughs> one after well, another. There's, there's lots of bodies there. Oh yeah, I got a great story about that. Well, but let me but, just yeah, let me yeah, just tell ahead. you this before you do it. So I uh, we get there 
the not only is the porta potty has been pushed over. Yeah, yeah. And and it, it's, it's somebody pushed it back up, right? Yeah. But now there's drug paraphernalia and, right. you know. Excrement. Uh, so they had to take the kids down uh, down the street, down to the Dunkin' Donuts to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then uh, there's another kid who's riding his dirt bike up oh, sure. and down the field on a wet field, sure. making marks all over the yeah. field. And his mom's standing over there in the corner like, Proud. Oh, hey, it's so funny. <laughs> I just got Jimmy the new bike. And he's testing it out. <laughs> all like for a good hour. So it's like a scene out of yeah. the Bad News Bears. Yeah, right. So then I uh, I reach out to a cop that I know. Yeah. And I said, well, "What is it? What is this? Is this uh, is this like a common practice? I'm off today. Don't uh, you know? Like yeah. it was like one of these things. I'm like, I'm not even gonna bother because uh, <laughs> Rivers Park yeah. is like the Mad Max of parks. Uh, it's there's no rules, lawlessness, uh, general disregard for safety or uh, or people. Um, yeah, it was terrible. I used to lifeguard there, uh, and I tried to, you know, I was like young and idealistic, and I was like, I want to make a difference in these kids' lives. And we had this, I teach swim lessons in the morning as a lifeguard to the kids, and there was one girl, and she was a little chubby girl, a little butterball, and uh, all none, none of the other guys wanted to catch her when she'd jump off the diving board because she was big and she would jump on your head. Right. And I was like, guys, you got to do it. You know, just it, 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 t- take it for the team. She hits you in the head, you go underwater for a big, big deal. No, we're not doing it. We're not. So I get in the water. I'm like, come on, sweetie. Her mom's cheering. Her, you can do it. You can do it. Jumps off the diving board onto my head. I catch her. But as she lands, she her stomach hits my head perfectly. <laughs> Projectile diarrhea. Are you? It was yours? No, it was hers. Yeah. Oh, boy. All around my head. All right, everybody uh, out of the pool. Everyone out of the pool. It was, uh, it was one of those things. You had to shut the pool down for the whole day, come in, uh, uh, treat it, shock it. So it wasn't a baby Ruth. It was Nestor. <laughs> 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 you really turned that to a disgusting yeah, turn. Yeah, there. thanks. I was, yeah. I was just complaining about the, the, the random youth thanks. driving on dirt bikes through a parks. And then, uh, I will see this, your dirt bike story and raise you a human excrement story. Yeah, this, this started off as a nice little show. We're talking about we're talking about a, you know, a, a chronic alcoholic with cirrhosis of the liver making big time business decisions, and all of a sudden someone poops in a pool. So, yeah. you never By the know way, where it's going. you can enjoy more diarrhea for twenty dollars tonight at Lost Comedy Club over in Chickaman. Listen, we don't have diarrhea. Our food is amazing. It's garlic, herb, crusted chicken, yeah, roasted okay. potatoes. And yeah, I'm not talking belly. about the food. I'm talking about the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, eventually sunny with a high of 78. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 73. It is 62 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 in the Foo Fighters with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Eventually, the sun will be out, and uh, it'll be a high of 78 uh, tomorrow, rainy with a high of 73. It's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, I do want to mention, uh, we just, and we just uh, announced this today, that uh, Thursday, November 2nd, it's Rock 102's Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night at the Armory at MGM Springfield, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Aqua Pump. Uh, your headliner for the night will be the great Marty Caproni. Uh, shocker. There you go. <laughs> along with uh, Brian Plum and Kitty Arroyo. 
all the proceeds for the night go to the Mayflower Marathon. And uh, it, there are limited tickets, so you got to buy them quick. You can find them on uh, rock102.com. And again, thanks to Dave Miner and Aqua Pump for their support. It's going to be a great night. That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. And then uh, we have a couple fun ones coming up too, Steve, huh? We yeah. Got, uh, we got to be at Ciro's uh, this Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at Ciro's. 45 bucks. you get a gourmet Italian dinner, which is fantastic, and you get us two idiots. And then tonight, <laughs> you can come to View Street. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but uh, Loft Comedy Club. 20 bucks. I've never heard of really. it. Really? Uh, what's what's this you say? Yeah, tonight is uh, garlic. I'm glad you asked, <laughs> yeah. Max. Yeah. Uh, tonight oh, is sure. garlic, uh, herb-crusted chicken, um, roasted uh, re- potatoes, and uh, vegetable medley, and a bunch of great comedy for 20 bucks. Oh, that sounds pretty perfect. good. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, great can night. I talk, can yeah. I talk about when I'm coming aloft? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to headline Loft next Thursday. Ah, excited yeah. about what? that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. The kid's coming out. He's looking up. Coming back. He's he- back, uh, baby. Uh, as a headliner. Yeah, he's going to stretch the legs. He got it. He's What's, got the time. It's what, 30 minutes? Yeah, you can yeah, do 30, 30, minutes, 30. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You're going to do 30? You got, you got a good solid 30? Oh, yeah. Or like, a, like a good yeah. 10 and, and 20 minutes of filler. You know, I've been uh, I've been really writing a lot of material yeah. lately. I, you know, you know what it is? It's hard to do when you're when you're doing this all the time. Yeah. And then you you know, you start uh, it's it's really like you do with the view from the couch. You, the discipline. It's it's yeah, it's trying it it's trying to do it over and over again. But the more uh, I don't know, the more uh, I'm using a lot of the jokes I use here. Yeah. Because that's where they come from. It, that's how jokes get written. That's, it, it, it comes to the top of your head. And you, yeah, you put the discipline is down. is actually you're writing it down. This yeah. is a great time to mow the lawn, by the way. I love uh, my favorite <laughs> thing when they run the mower right <laughs> by the window. Yeah. But yeah, but that's that's the whole discipline of it. It's right. like you know when you fight when when something emerges in conversation. Yeah. You write down the the the, the nugget, the that's idea, yep. and then you try to fill up the the uh, the space. That, no, I'm just saying. There's a lot of like uh, things that I also write and then can't say on this show because <laughs> right. it's like, well, you're going to be seen as insensitive, or you or you'll be seen older. as unemployed. You're right. Yeah. Or, or yeah, exactly. Maybe we so. should do that Sunday. We'll do the thing we've always been talking about. Is like at the end of the show, you and I will get up on stage together. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we'll we'll do a little a little crowd work uh, Q and A type uh, stuff for the for the peeps. We have a bit that we were talking about, and I don't know with the recent developments of uh, of that. Oh, we're doing uh, it. Whether or not we can do it or we're not, we're hundred percent. All right, it's listen, we're doing it. Well, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. fill me in here. What's what's the uh, what's the it's what's a, the premise? It, it's a it's a bit, and it's uh, <laughs> it's what we did when you were yeah. on vacation that we got away yeah, with. Yeah. It, it we got was, away with it because it wasn't that big of a, a topic at the time. But uh, now I think it's a little bit more of a topic because we're talking about. Uh, what do you? Because I, I don't even know if I want to talk about it right. All now. right, we will talk. We'll do about it on stage. Yeah, the, uh, on buy stage. Okay. Nobody really cares. Listen, yeah. that's great promo. Buy a ticket for Sunday, and you'll yeah. see exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> see, this is how you get them go. This yeah. is how you get them to go. I have said to countless people who ask me about doing the show and stuff. They're like, it really seems like you guys just have fun hanging out. I'm like, no, it really is. I'm like, and honestly, if you could sell a subscription service to the show in between the show yeah, that oh of us God. in here, oh, my God. Here's a perfect example. Uh, well, see, that's what we, we, we do with the live show. We'll do that again probably eventually. At some point, that, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what that is. It's, it's the is, best. Is showing you what goes on uh, behind the curtain. But just when we were off the air just now, <laughs> you finished the story that oh, you, yes. 
that nobody should hear. Yeah, I, uh, I, that story was disgusting yeah. all by itself. Yeah. And then you just you just kind of drove it home with the rest of the details. But it was a great story, so yeah, you so, know. so we let it go. But the thing yeah. is, the gross part of that story was only just beginning. Yes, it was. I was that was the G version of that story. Yes. So uh, so anyway, <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night, maybe you might be able to hear that story. Wow. You know what? Maybe, maybe it's, I'll tell you what. If someone asks me on Sunday night to tell the story, yeah. I'll tell it. Or if someone comes to the loft tonight and asks me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story at the loft. I'll, I'll practice it yeah. tonight. Listen, don't, don't, but Sunday. don't tell it at the Mayflower Marathon comedy night. We want people to actually buy tickets to go. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. true. It's a right. good point. It's a fair point. Again, those tickets point. are available on, uh, on rock102.com. Today is the first day they are now available. So yeah. please. Do we go, have, and, go and buy them. Do we have something to give away now? Or no, we don't. We don't have anything. We had nothing to oh, give away. Look at that. Like yep. I, I feel relieved of my producer duties. Yeah, so show. we can actually, you know. No keyword cash thing. We already we did, did that. that. We, we did, did that. that. Good, but, right. but no additional things to give away. Oh. Yeah, we were giving away, well, Oktoberfest tickets, obviously, that's been <clears> postponed, so we're right. not giving those away right now. And then uh, the first Jason concert is tonight. What's the first? What's that? The first Jason from the uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, yeah, the movies. the he, first guy that played that role, Jason yeah. Voorhees. Yeah. Friday, Friday, he's got a band, and he's playing it. <laughs> yeah, he's playing what? in Holyoke. He's playing yeah. Gateway City Arts tonight. Come on, yeah, yeah. What's the name of the band? It's got to be something good. It's called First Jason. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great name. Do, you could do better than First Jason. Huh? He was actually a pretty animated interview. He was, was he? Was, yeah, uh, it's he pretty was, good. He's really into it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, Getting I'll take your so. I, that place is a cool venue, the Gateway Game. City Arts. I met with them about, I was going to produce comedy with them when they first started to open. It's a really cool venue. It's unique. It's very, They've also yeah. booked some great shows over the years, too. They really yes. have. You know, yeah. you call me a good time ruiner, but yeah, yeah. then like you just like to go to that pessimistic place and just start about? picking. Oh, you were ready to crap on uh, on, on the first, Jason, and uh, you really don't. I just thought it was going to have some cheeky name. You know, when, when, no. you, when did you realize you were all that <laughs> and the bag of chips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when did that come out? Uh, this is very humbling, yeah, Steve. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is very <sighs> it's gonna be a good show. Of course, it's gonna tonight. be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, what? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, All right, good enough. Eight fifty-seven <laughs> with Vax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock One Hundred Two. Would you mind saying that again? Rock One Hundred Two wants to know what would you say 